Hey everyone, before we get into the episode, we want to make sure you guys check us out on Instagram and Facebook under The So So Scrutiny Podcast. Also, rate and review us on iTunes, and more importantly, tell a friend about the podcast. It really helps. Today's unofficial sponsors are Four Sons Brewery. Check them out at foursonsbrewery.com. And our other unofficial sponsor, Zoom. It's the only way we're able to do this fucking podcast. Enjoy! Hey, everybody. It's Robert over here from the So So Scrutiny Podcast, and I got my co-host over here, Corey Stocks. Uh, what did I say? Ticks and Talks. I might have used that one before, but I like that one. And I got my cousin, Ashley, over here. Ashley Weller, Incubus Stellar. Hey. <laughs> yeah, she's nice. a big Incubus fan. Nice. Um, and today we're going to do a massive overhaul look at the uh, Harry Potter franchise. Um, I just happened, you know, during quarantine, I just happened to like, hey, I haven't seen this series in a while. I'm going to go through them. And then we were like, fuck it, let's make it a podcast. <laughs> and we brought on our expert. Ashley is like, I don't know anyone bigger Harry Potter fan than her. Uh, all the books, all the movies more than once, right? Um, yearly. Usually I go through them yearly. Have you read Whoa. the books more than once? Oh, yeah. I've read the books each at least five times. Nice. Fucking yeah. nerd. I know. That's right. I actually stayed an extra day on a work trip in Florida so I could go to the Wizarding World of oh, Harry Potter. Right. Oh, that's so cool. And exactly. you said it was better than the Hollywood one, right? Absolutely. Like 10,000 times better. Wow. It was so cool. Because the one so in Hollywood cool. is still pretty, it's pretty oh, sick. Yeah. Have, you, have you been oh, yeah. there, Corey? Yeah. Oh, you have? Nice. Yeah, yeah we want to go sure. again. You never, I mean, we're actually and I are big Disneyland fans. And I mean, we're that's our that's our home and we went to universal studio once and we were blown away how yeah. like cool it was because the rides yeah. are really immersive almost like more the rides are almost i'm not going to say better than disneyland but they are way more like involved at I, was expecting, I was expecting like knots level yeah. <laughs> like uh amusement park and it was way above that knots yeah. is still all right you can have a good time at knots but anyways this isn't a theme park episode we'll have one of those though uh harry potter <laughs> yeah. um but uh, how, how's everyone doing with the Corona quarantine? Everyone still hanging out, Corey? Yeah, still I'm teaching uh, and stuff? still teaching. Yeah, Te- t- remote teaching, if you will. But You're, are you using Zoom? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm using Google Meet because Zoom ha- requires a lot more on their part to like get in because oh. they have like Chromebooks. So it's a little harder because they don't have like administrative access, so they can't really add programs. So Did I'm you, having to use all of your Google students Meet. have a lap. Like your school gave all of your students something yeah. to take home. Yeah, one to one laptops no, that's uh, like a, that's in our district. Even before quarantine, actually, this is like a really like they all. Yeah, Corey, like since since like you've started teaching, they've all had tablets, basically, right? Almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have a they have Chromebook. They each have a Chromebook. That started, I think, two years ago now because we do all like our English curriculum is all online. Wow. So they need they treat um, it like a textbook. <clears throat> wow. Like what if the kids in? don't have um, internet access, Corey? And that's been a problem kind of you know, going forward, especially in these weeks. They actually provide hotspots for them. Oh. Um they, like free uh, Wi-Fi hotspots. And wow. then we also um like our district is doing a lot to pair with partner with like spectrum and spectrum's offering like 40 days of free internet access and stuff to them. So that's really that's, cool. Okay, cool. Cause I was hearing like that. Yeah. I was thinking that would probably be a, like a really big issue for some of the kids who live yeah. in lower income and like, they don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. 
What are you up to? Uh, oh, I see someone in the back. Hi, hi, Kevin. <laughs> That's my husband. Someone was peering back through the window. Is he naked? <laughs> is he, I hope he's naked. Oh, Robert says he hopes you're naked. I am. He is. Um, <laughs> how are you guys, how are you guys handling the uh, quarantine? You know, I, I still go to work every day. I work at a clinical research company, so we're considered essential employees. Mm. Super fancy. Um, <laughs> But Kevin has to work from home. He works for United Rentals, which is construction equipment. And um, he is kicking ass. He's selling like construction equipment on offer up and let go and uh, making deals and still, I know, still making an income by doing that right now. And then, uh, I mean, we love each other a whole lot anyways, kind of vomity gross. So I really, really like it. It really is gross. I really like to just be with him anyway. So I, yeah. I'm happy that he can't go golf. (laughs) (laughs) Our golf course is closed. (laughs) I think they're almost, our golf course is closed, hon. He doesn't think so. I drove by my driving range yesterday just to see, and it was open. So I'm on Monday, I'm going. I would think with like a driving range, since you're kind of individually doing it. Yeah. I never am like, 20 feet from anybody there they're like they're like we've been practicing social distancing for years (laughs) and you didn't even know it (laughs) if you're getting like six feet close to someone playing golf and you're not playing golf right and you're not playing golf and you're gonna get hit in the face yeah yeah. um but yeah i do want to go play golf with them yeah okay i'll Um, tell them yeah but we're just i mean we're just doing our best hanging out and watching movies and yeah drinking doing we're have a movie we're gonna ask you did you watch tiger king no. Oh, you gotta oh my watch God. it. You gotta fucking watch it, Ashley. I will. <laughs> You're gonna be I will. blown the fuck away. By is it really that good? It's, it is really good. Did you really? watch Making a Murderer? Oh yeah, I loved it. It's like that, but like white trash oh with tigers. Wait, like it's Making just a, a Murderer that was keeps... white trash. <laughs> well, this is white trash. Like yeah, you're right. That is true. I'm sorry. Like lost teeth. Yeah, I'll, say, I'll, I'll refine it. Wow. Gay white trash. <laughs> yeah, gay white trash. <laughs> no, go. it's worth it. Okay, okay, I'll watch it for sure. And then, and then go listen to our last uh, podcast where we I break it down. I saw that you did it, and I was like, "Damn it, I'm probably not." Gonna watch it. <laughs> Thanks everyone that's still listening, uh, downloading everything um, while during these times. Um, but yeah, today let's let's just dive right into Harry Potter. Um, we're gonna break down every one. Um, again, I was born uh, for this. So. <laughs> yeah. It, um, and so to Ash- go back, like I, I can kind of my history with it. I remember I was in sixth grade Ooh. when I got the Time magazine for kids that had like the oh, there's this new book series coming out and it's called Harry Potter. And I was like, oh, what the hell is this? And I opened <laughs> it and it was a map of like Hogwarts <gasps> and all this shit. And I'm like, Oh, I'm fucking ready for this. Oh I'm like, God. I'm on board. So, That's so cool. Like the Scholastic Book Fair. I was like, hell wow. yeah, I'm buying part one. Oh, and Scholastic I never Book stopped. Fair. <laughs> oh my, I, uh, my sister, Cecily, um, I was 19, I think, when the series came started coming out or 18. And um, my sister was reading it. and But she's a big nerd and she like speaks Elvish from Lord of the Rings. She drew a map of Lord of the Rings in high school. So she's a nerd. So she likes so, both of them then. So she loves both. And I yeah. didn't want to read something that was nerdy. And I was like, I don't want to read it. And then I went to Seattle for a visit and I got the flu. And so I basically just stayed in bed all day on when I went home to visit my family. And my sister sat next to my bed and read me the first book. The whole oh, book. That's awesome. And I was like, 
oh my God. So then from then on out, I was reading them. I couldn't put them down. I would read them in drive throughs I would read them at work in between customers. Like I was obsessed. So them. good. <laughs> I remember uh, number four, Goblet of Fire, when that came out. Um, I, that, Did you wait in line at the bookstore? Uh, no, my dad actually brought it home the day it came out. He's like, oh. dude, I, I got one and I brought it home. Did you stand in line, Ashley? <laughs> I read that book cover to cover oh, in yeah. consecutively one day because that's a beefy. That that's book. the beefiest book. Yeah, that's the biggest book. The Goblin Love Fire. that book. That's which, like my favorite. But. Which, by the way, I will say is why I graded the movie the way I did, which we'll get to. Me but too. Yeah, <laughs> a little better. A little bit better. Different. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. I'm doing Robert. social media while you guys are talking. Sorry. Nice. Robert reads many books. He has many leather books. bound books. I always say this. The most reading I do are Netflix <laughs> captions. Yeah. Which I, I suggest everyone do. You, you'd be surprised how much you'd like a movie you really love. And then you turn captions on and it's like, Oh, that's what they say. And like little radio stuff in the background that you never knew what they were saying. It'll pop up. And it's like, well, it's oh. a little kind of clue. Like, Oh, how funny. I like captions for I sure. Sometimes, um, why do I put them on? I put it on once. I don't remember why. Oh, Kevin's parents come over to watch the Harry Potter movies and his dad is deaf in one ear. So I turn yeah. the captions on and then I forget to turn them off. I'm kind of used to it with living with Nana too. Yep. She always has them on. I'm just used to it, but I like yep. it. Yeah, I got, I got my in-laws to start reading Harry Potter. I got his mom to read one. Nice. And then his dad was bored one day and he read them faster than her. So they had to like exchange books <laughs> at one point because he just surpassed her in reading them. And now I'm showing the movies to them one by one. Nice. So with quarantine, I can't. We're on the very oh. last movie. We're on the second part of the Deathly Hollows and we can't watch it yet. So and That's the sucky part so about good. this too is uh, they're not like streaming anywhere. I had to like illegally to download all of them. Oh, I bought. Yeah. Well, like, well, I figured that, but I mean, it's weird though. Like a series like this isn't on a streaming service somewhere. It's fucking crazy. No, not even HBO, which like but you're still paying for technically. Netflix has Netflix has like a new feature though, where you can like watch stuff with your friends. Yeah. Um, which oh, would nice. have been cool to have Harry Potter and do that. Um, oh, but you know, but it's not on there. So yeah. Yeah, not on there. But yeah. like I was gonna say earlier, but movies are text too so it's like when you say i don't like reading it's like well you don't like reading books you still like watch digital text like, dialogue yeah yeah it's all the same to me it's like when yeah. kids are like i don't like books i'm like well there's other forms <laughs> yeah. yeah there's other forms of, of learning You're fine. i know yeah, i sure. blow nana's mind playing jeopardy all the time mm -hmm. yeah. history questions because i watched them like i've seen the movie troy and i know a lot about right <laughs> like i know a lot about that i know a lot sure. about brad pitt's abs because of troy <laughs> exactly uh, um, that's achilles um, Paris oh, killed him. Come on. Me. Uh, speaking of Nana, I uh, so my little history with Harry Potter is you know I didn't I didn't read the books obviously and all my a lot I had a, a lot of friends reading it. But when the movie like came out, I was like, dude, this looks dope. I'm gonna go fucking see this. And I dragged Nana to the theater, and I I loved it. And she fell Aww. asleep like halfway through. <laughs> so since, since then, like she's had like this like uh, negative. Uh, Connotation. With, like, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Movie's uh, gonna Harry make Potter. me fall asleep. Have you, yeah, <laughs> have you tried? Have you tried getting her to read them? No, Ashley? but she should do the audio on tape of them because oh, it's yeah. a British guy that does mm -hmm. it, and he does the voices. We have to convince her to do it. Mm -hmm. Then we then we can show her the movies. Yeah. 
Because uh, okay, and you were mentioning with your sister how she likes Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like on like you know Reddit communities, it's these uh, you know franchises are very much like teams. Like you're oh, yeah. you know, Team Marvel, mm-hmm. Team Lord of the Rings, Team yeah. Star Wars, and you know nerds. You know they have like them all. But when it comes to like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, like those groups don't really get along and i know i like harry potter but i'm i'm a lord of the rings fan and i didn't read i just, i tried to read that oh. and oh. I, I couldn't like i didn't, I, I pulled was, a nana with lord of the rings i watched the first movie and then went to the theater to see the second movie and fell asleep i was like this is so dumb it's <laughs> It's a commitment. I went to um, Frida Cinema and watched all three extended versions in one one go. Nice. And oh my God, it no. was amazing. But I was like, I can't do that again, ever. Holy <laughs> They're shit. They're amazing on um, IMAX too. I saw a yeah. good portion of them on IMAX, like the full big oh. IMAX. I uh, saw I- the Harry Potters in IMAX. I used okay. to fly home for the release of the movies yeah. and watch them with my sister. Every time one was released, I'd go home and we'd watch it together. Or, or when the books got released, I'd fly home and we'd wait in line at the bookstore together. That's cool. <laughs> I'm so glad we brought you on. You're the perfect person to talk about, <laughs> about this. <truly. laughs> um, so let's just get into it. The first one. Yeah. yeah so I went and saw it in 2001, directed by uh, Chris Columbus. Obviously, oh. Daniel Radcliffe, uh, What's the uh, chick's name? Hermione. Uh, uh, Emma, Emma Watson. Watson. Sorry, I didn't have that up. Beautiful. Oh, weird. IMDb has their cast in a weird setup. Hmm. Maybe it's by the person who was first on the screen. Yeah, no. that could be it's, it. It's, it's Dumbledore, and then McGonagall, and Hagrid, and then baby Harry Potter. Yeah, that's, that's, Harry- how, that's the order of who appears on screen first. Yeah. Oh. I promise. Okay. Oh, fine. <laughs> nerd okay uh yeah so daniel Gret- what's the other girl's name emma emma watson watson and then what's rupert the- grint rupert, yeah Thank rupert you. grint was- weasley that's our weasley. cat's name so <laughs> you named your cat weasley oh that's yeah. perfect that is cat is like a the ginger cutest. cat yeah he's a ginger cat oh, yeah. <laughs> he looks like you know cute. my cat reggie he looks like mm-hmm. reggie but like bulkier <laughs> a little bit oh yeah, he's, he's, he's sweet um yeah so chris columbus um he actually directed the first two, um, but he's also known. Uh, I was looking at his stuff. He did uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Home Alone and oh, the yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. And, uh, and the music makes sense. Like when you hear Home Alone music, it kind of reminds you. Yeah. Me of oh, you're the, yeah, that's music. right. That's the connection. Yeah. John Williams. Yeah. John yeah, Williams. John Williams. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was talking with Corey earlier. We were, we were doing our scales and we just gave fives on all of ours with our music. It's Me like, too. It's, it's, it's fucking John Williams. It's fun, dude. Harry Potter. <laughs> it's sacrilegious if you don't do that. I didn't do Home Alone. across the board on sound, but the soundtrack got fives for me the entire way through. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we gave Ashley to our uh, scrutiny scale, which um, we're working on making a Google thing, right, Corey? So. Yeah, I want to do like a, I want to do like a Google form or sheet where we can just like make it easy. Yeah, it's really not easy. only for us, but like I want to be able to send it to people and they can just like have it on their phone and just yeah. like do it right. That's away. true. Yeah, we're figuring that out. So uh, let's go through our uh, scrutiny scale real quick. Um, Source for stones. So, yeah, so we talk about sound. Um, uh, it's we first, great. I, like the, the, I think the the point about sound is like, especially in all the Harry Potter movies, it really sets the tone for the scene, which I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like when there's like a really tense scene, it's like super yeah. tense. And, yeah. and not, not only the music, like 
they're creating a world of like animals and things and they had to like make sounds for yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like and the sound of Buckbeak the hippogriff. Like that's yeah. not an actual sound in the world. So <laughs> what do you do for a hippogriff? Like Exactly. So props <laughs> on that. And they, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't really hear anything that I was like, that doesn't sound like a, whatever you just said, you know, <laughs> that's not what they sound like in the wild. <laughs> that does not sound like a hippogriff. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, obviously the first one um, with the look, um, it was early CGI. Like this is 2001, but I it's still, it's still, still kind of captivated you as yeah. an audience member though. Cause like, I don't know about you, Corey, but for me reading the books, when they said they were going to make them into movies, I was equally equal parts excited and terrified. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I sure. was like, how are they going to take the picture in my head? Yeah. And put it on a screen because there's no, I made this world up. This, there isn't anything to compare it to. Yeah. So the cinematography, like you were saying, like I, it, it did, they did a pretty good job of, of like, Oh yeah. Non CGI stuff. Like when they're like hanging out in the castle, it's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Attention to detail. Do you know where that castle is? Ashley, was that all built? Was that on a soundstage or is that a real? Parts of it, the great hall, um, is, 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 in an old school in London and you can actually go to the great hall. Um, the out, the exterior isn't anywhere. The exterior Mm. is all CGI. It's not. Even back then, like (laughs) walking outside the castle and stuff. Oh, walking on the grounds. Yeah. That's all filmed in London. Oh, okay. Oh, I need to yeah. go. But then, like yeah. when you see the castle, like it comes up and like you go like up and over, like oh, that's yeah, yeah. not an that's not no, a place no. okay. in the world. I got you. No, I got that. <laughs> but um go ahead, the Corey. the part where I kind of dinged, especially the first two movies, was the lighting. Like <laughs> I don't like how like bright and like orangey it is and like yeah. I don't know. I didn't like that. But the so first much. one's supposed the to be first one is, yeah the first one is so youthful Happy and yeah. I guess so yeah but like I out he's a wizard and like this is a new like bright world yeah. and so I hear what you're saying. I feel like the lighting was off in a couple of scenes yeah. in the first two but like I notice if you watch, there's actually this really, really great like mashup on somewhere. I'm sure you can find it in like five seconds, Robert, (laughs) but it shows you the title sequence, the Warner brothers, like title, and it gets darker and darker and more and more deteriorated. And there's like a thunderstorm building behind it. So it's like, as you watch each movie, the Warner brothers intro becomes darker and darker. I love that. But yeah, I, I guess I get it for like the first movie. There was this sense of hope and everything. Yeah. Um it's it's one of my favorite books. Really? Uh, definitely the first one. Um just because it it <laughs> actually doesn't agree. It's, well, no, it, to, as a writer like especially fight, when fight, I write like fight, fight. I love that it begins like and you you you're reading, you know, um Rowling's prose and it's like, "Oh, this is okay. This isn't great writing." Right. And then over the course of like you know, her eight, seven novels or whatever, it, she blows my mind. Oh like, my God. And it, it's for any, any, the crazy thing is the writing is for anyone. Like yeah. my little sister read them and my 75 year old father-in-law read them. Like yeah. if those aren't two completely separate humans on the planet. Like the way she writes is understandable mm-hmm. for children, but also engaging enough for an adult. Like yeah. I read the Twilight series too. I'm so oh. sorry. I'm oh. so sorry to even admit that. No. And she used the same phrases over and over yeah. and like, the ways oh. to describe things. And I was like, I could almost 
I almost knew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I almost knew what was coming. That it was so boring. I don't blame it, you for Twilight. You were the perfect demographic during that time. I don't. Right. I don't dig you for that. I well, no, Mary, it's. Yeah. If you were like yeah. starting it now, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Ashley? Well, quarantine, but there's plenty of things you can do. There's so many other things you can do. Reading I mean, right just now. reread Harry Potter for God's sake. So yeah. Twilight do down. Put the Twilight down. Bad. Even more so, like I read that book as like a, an adult, like that started to read the first one. I got about 16 pages in. And I'm like, this is so trite and like repetitive. Right? I can't even get through it. Like, yeah. that's one thing with hard. all these communities with like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Harry Potter, they might bicker bigger with each other but they all are on the same team of fucking we hating twilight. Twilight. They fucking yeah. hate, fuck twilight because you, you know i'm not i know i obviously didn't read the harry potter books I, I can't say if they're bad or good you know whatever but i love the movies yeah. i can't say that for twilight i didn't read the books but the movies are fucking garbage the only and good thing to come the only good thing to come out of twilight is uh pattinson because well, i love he was that boy in harry potter first that's, true. that's yes. how he got the twilight oh that's story. right that's right that there's the connection between <laughs> there the two right. no, no, no twilight talk that's all right enough. yeah uh, sorry yeah we kind of covered writing um performance you know for these little kids at that time i think they they mm -hmm. nailed it i mean i gave uh, a lot of threes in this section all right i mean i gave some again fours. you guys read the books i'm coming from don't you know, cold. So I you're gave, right. no, I gave fours right. basically every every movie, except for Look. One of the movies I fucking hate the way they look. The but first the, one. <laughs> no, the first one I liked it. They look like little kids. I don't know. I I kind of dinged a little bit on Look through for the first one because Hermione looked exactly like I pictured her. Yeah, for sure. Hagrid looked exactly like I pictured him. <laughs> Dumbledore looked him. exactly like I pictured him, but I'm not mm. going to lie to you, Ron and Harry, that that's not what I pictured. What did you picture? Well, in the books, it is said multiple times that Harry has blue eyes like his mother. And it's like, yeah. it's a thing. It's like a running thing throughout the books that that's why Snape can't look at him is well, because... They say she has, or they, they, they say that through all the, all the movies that, oh, yeah, your mother's eyes, but blue right. eyes... But his eyes in the movies are brown. Yeah. Okay. So I dinged it on that because I'm a nerd. Sorry. Okay. And then right. also because um, Weasleys were supposed to be tall. Oh, like all the all the other ones are. He's like mm -hmm. the only one that's not tall. Mm -hmm. He kind of he gets bigger by the end. He's pretty buff and big. My favorite he, character transformation though is Neville. <gasps> yeah, for sure. <laughs> he looked perfect in all of the movies. Nice. Yeah. The kids did great. You're right, Robert. The kids did great. I judged a little harshly on the first movie just because it was the first though, one. Because you had this preconception of what these mm -hmm. kids look like in your head. And, and I was going to ask you, like, all you could go off was like the cover, right, of these books? Yeah, right. And some of the covers were different, right? Different editions were different? Yeah. So before the movies were released, there were different covers. And then they had to, like, redraw the characters on the covers to sort of look more like the people in the movies. Oh, since wow. a lot of people started reading the books because the movies came out and they yeah. went backwards. No, so there's that. some editions that have the... I have one. A first them. edition? Not a first edition, oh. but I have a, a book with the original, like what the cover was supposed to look yeah. like. Oh, I have all the originals. <gasps> like I should have, I should bring those. You have first editions that, of every, yeah. of every book? Yeah, I got them like the day Dude. they came out. Like Save that for like 30 you know, years and I'll be a fucking Save house. Save that for your kids, man. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're falling funny. apart though. It really? Yeah. But oh, I, I, re I read them so much as a kid. Hardback or paperback? Hardback, hardcover. Do you still have the jackets? Yeah, all oh. the jackets. Like the, you're talking about the right one now. with like Harry Potter and the <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and he's like flying through the yeah, arches. Through the yeah, arches, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that. I have those. Wow, 
but the later ones wouldn't be worth as much because like everybody has those editions, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you have the whole collection but of first editions. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing. 95, I looked at it the other day and I kind of got teary-eyed because I remember <laughs> um, I remember being like super, super bright-eyed, bushy-tailed whenever they came out. And like, I'm like, oh, I looked at the public, like the date of the print and it was like 95 or something. I'm like, yeah, oh, wow. this is emotional. Yeah, That's but, when the original first one was written, 1995. I think it was like 95, 94. Um, uh, I want to say I disagree, but uh, maybe I need to grab the book. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was like 98 because yeah. the first two books had already come out when I started reading the third book, and I started oh, okay. the third book in like 2001. Yeah, I and gotta check. Out like every year. Yeah, they did. She up. pumped those out. It was crazy. 97, 97 or 98, maybe. But I, I don't think I'd go June past June 26, that. 1997. All right, 97. Sweet. Wow. I had no idea it was in the 90s. That's great. Well, I mean, like late 90s. Yeah, did I got you, it. Trivia question. Hmm. Corey or Robert, you can either of you can okay. guess this. Do you know what time period J.K. Rowling was writing I in? I do. I do. Robert. Ooh. The 1990s. Yes. That's early. Yes, exactly. Oh, the early very good. 90s. I looked that up. He wrote, yeah, she wrote it uh, to reflect that, like, it's supposed to be in the 90s. Which yeah. Is, like, I was, when I was watching them, I, w- I went on a website just to make sure that I was watching them in the right order. And this one, I uh, the site I kept going to was just the, the, the timeline of the 90s, like, which movie was set in what yeah. years. And I was like, that's weird. Is that when it is? And then when I was watching it, I was like, it's weird they don't have cell phones. Like this is yeah. like they're wizards, I know, but like yep. they don't have cell phones. <laughs> and then I yep. realized, oh, it's the nineties. That makes sense. Oh, it's the nineties. Yeah. Hi, but yeah, I know. yeah. But yeah. Hang on one second, one, guys. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah, but number one, I I like overall just you know, I gave it I gave it pretty much fives across the board on the overall. Um the advertising for these ones wasn't as great because it wasn't as popular. Like yeah the series wasn't didn't gain its traction until later i gave i gave most of these the same score overall. my husband just asked if i wanted food he's so oh. cute oh well that's very important um uh let's move yeah. on to, i mean uh, let's just say our scores real quick and move on i, I had right. a, uh, the first one as an 82.5 okay. i might have gone a little bit high i got 94 percent just because i enjoyed it <laughs> ashley I, I gave it an 89 all right Still pretty high scores. Now, uh, now the second movie. Yeah. Let me let me just say the book. I'm not a big fan of like the second book either. Uh, nope, me neither. It was slow, very like mm-hmm. predictable at times, mm-hmm. and kind of kind of boring. Like a little bit. And the movie was the same way to me. Like, you the know? movie to me is probably my least favorite mm-hmm. of all of them, um, and. Mm-hmm. It's it sets up for the Horcruxes, which you don't realize yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's I get that it's a necessary book, and it also show, shows you Tom Riddle, which mm-hmm. again you need to know later on. But it wasn't energetic. It felt tired. It felt dark. It felt badly edited. I feel like Chris Columbus didn't do the best job directing it. And maybe that's why that was the last one he directed. Maybe. 
Uh, I still yeah. gave the soundtrack a five. Yeah, yeah for sure. John <laughs> I mean, Williams that, is the that's, man. That's a given on all of you, I think. Uh, yeah, I feel I, like you know, the... Go ahead, Corey. They looked a bit doofy, too. Like, the characters, they looked like... Yes. You're like, this was the one with Gilderoy, Gilderoy Lockhart was probably my favorite yeah. like person in the movies. because What's his name? Um, hold Gilderoy, on. Oh, Kenneth, his real Kenneth name? Branagh. Kenneth oh, yeah. Branagh. He was great. I love Super him big everything. Shakespeare actor, but like yeah. he's hilarious. He hands yeah. it up. I love it. I liked yeah. him. I, the scenes with him are he. the best. <laughs> I fucking hate uh, McGonagall. I, she is a shitty ass teacher. I'm sorry. She there's so many times like, what what are you doing? Like, you're gonna say that and do that. I can't I can't think of any examples, but I just overall just like not a fan of hers. Sorry. Interesting. I love her, but she I, I, do I love too. her like almost like that strict teacher that you're like, damn, why do I like this teacher so much? Um, but she was so like structured that these kids like respected her. Hard pass. She has some She's good, good one. She has right. some good one line. Well, Maggie Smith is Maggie Smith. Thank you. I was trying to think of incredible mm-hmm. in everything that she does, but but McGonagall has some really good one liners throughout the entire movies. Like she's got some some zingers in some yeah. of the movies that just. And then in the final two books, she's like such a badass. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah. I think this she's movie a great wizard. Crap. I just think she's a shitty. She's teacher. a great wizard. That's all. She's yeah. Wizard. I think she's. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and then I like this really one. do a lot of teaching. I this had was... you guys talking shit. I kind of liked this one. I yeah. didn't really hate as much. I liked really? kind of the ending with um, Riddle and I. Again, I didn't read the book, and... so I, I didn't have any expectations and stuff. But um, uh, overall, yeah, I gave it pretty much fours across the board, other than music. Um, yeah. And I gave it an eighty-three. That's quite close to what I did. But yeah. Interesting, you guys both hated it. Mine, it's interesting, and, yeah. and you guys didn't like the books and the movies. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one I gave a seventy-seven too. It's kind wow. of a lull. I feel like a lot of like sophomore outings kind of yeah drop to a little bit of a lull, and then they pick back up. True. It's really hard to do a sequel. I mean, I know there's yeah. eight of these, but like even any other movies that have sequels, it's the second ones always because you have and, expectations. And it could be like. It could be Harry Potter Hangover. You saw the first yeah. one and you were so excited and then you see this one and it's like, well, the book sucked too. So what did you expect? <laughs> but like, everybody's kind of like, eh. Let's not forget to mention that we lost the actor, Dumbled- the original Dumbledore actor. Michael Gambone. Um, Mike, or well, Michael Gambon- Gambone was the second. Uh, second, you're right, you're right. the second right. Dumbledore. I, I don't remember the first one's name. I, I'll pick it up right um, now. But he he was great. And to, he, see, the weird thing is, is like Michael Gambone became what is known to me as Angry Door. Angry Dumbledore. And then you have <laughs> like you have sweet, like compassionate first Dumbledore. Like it was a completely Grandfather different Dumbledore. role. Yeah. So it uh, was first, first one was jarring. Richard Harris. Richard yeah. Harris. Thank he you. was really good. Um yeah, well, I, I let's, let's know, get a little debate. No. Yeah, which which one which Dumbledores do you like better? I mean, obviously it sucks that he passed away. There's nothing we can do about that. Early, but I don't know if he could have done what yeah. Michael Gambone did in mm-hmm. Order of the Phoenix and yeah. the Half Blood Prince. I don't know if he could have pulled off that Dumbledore, mm-hmm. Richard yeah. Harris. I mean, yeah. I think Michael Gambone is the per- should have been in all of them, but I yeah. think he should have t- toned it down. Yeah, he was in an eleven. I needed him at like an eight. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the first, I would say in the the first time I saw Gambone, I was like, 
Ooh, I don't know about this. But then like, as the, as the movies went, I'm like, okay, he totally fits it. Like, I think if he, yeah. like you said, if he would have started from the beginning, it would have been a different story, but yeah, the first guy was so compassionate. Richard Harris was like a super yeah. compassionate role. And then it just so like soft, hit a wall. Like, oh God. Mm-hmm. It's like you're being cradled and then shoved against a wall. <laughs> totally. Were there I any did- other people throughout the, the, the series that got replaced like him or is he the only one? Um, well, no. Yeah, he was the only one yeah. that, that anyone would have noticed. They didn't replace, they didn't do any switcheroos with actors for any yeah. of the other ones. Well, I think good. everyone I, who's I appreciate signed that. Up I'm glad was they it, were, yeah. were able was to it Cra- Oh, Crab or Goyle? One of them, I think, <gasps> changed. Oh, yeah. I don't remember which which bully, but it was one of them that changed, oh, I, do. I believe. You're right. I Rico do remember Malfoy's, that, uh, henchman. Yeah, one yeah. of the two of them did yeah, I don't change. I don't remember which one. <laughs> I don't remember which one, but I know it's it's after they, um, Harry and uh, Ron, turn into them. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I think like, like the one. I think after it was that. the. Shorter, I think it was the short fat chubby, one. Yeah, the short chubby dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I gave number two a seventy-eight. Um, oh, I just right it, online. It's like meh. Um, meh. All right, well, let's, let's stop fucking talking about it. Let's get on to the, the good one. The next yeah. one. Yeah. Screw cool. on. I don't know. I got you don't like this one? About, I got some thoughts about oh, Chris. Okay. Um I mean I rated this one the highest. I don't know how I did that, but I when this you, you movie, don't agree with it? I mean, I it is in my top like it's in my top four Harry Potter movies. It's okay. but but this book was my favorite yeah. throughout the whole series. This was my favorite book. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the characters and the acting and the performance in this one was superb. Yeah. But the directing, oh my God, the lighting in this one, the way oh, yeah. like the camera closes like this one. and opens like this. Yeah. Like he changed the way, like that's, that started like the darkness of Harry For Potter. Sure. You know, this, movie was rad you know this director like what else he's done quote on i i do but it will help me men gravity mm-hmm. and roma yeah. i mean this yeah, oh roma he, oh, okay. the, the the he had done uh great expectations and e2 mama tambien right before harry potter oh yeah so he had two like pretty not like solid movies under his belt and then and then fucking, yeah. and then he comes after Harry Potter to do Children of Men. And I'm Roma. Glad I'm glad they didn't steal great. him for this whole series because this guy needs to make his own movies. Yeah. So <laughs> my my problem with Azkaban isn't that it's not a good movie. It's a very good movie. I feel like with the time constraint of what you have with like a film, they took so much out. So- that like needed to be in there. Like I didn't feel the same fear of the Dementors that I did later in the films. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt like they could have done a lot more development with like Azkaban in general. Like, Oh yeah. Just kind of like, it's a place where bad people go, but let me just say that. um, It's not like, yeah, it's not, it's not like fully fleshed out. Right. Um, but Gary right. Oldman, they, they touched damn. upon him. Oh my God, Gary Oldman, I he just, is. He totally when they, I remember when like it's they like, said it. he was going to be serious, and I was yeah. like, "That's fucking. Perfect. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. how could you cast that any better? 
You guys, so you, in your head, when you guys read the book, that was like a perfect casting for him? Absolutely. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I, he's, he's one of my Snape. favorite. I mean, name a bad Gary Oldman movie. I'm going to go through his, his list real quick. I just uh, want to say a bad Gary Oldman movie, Little Red Riding Hood with Amanda Siegfried. That oh, movie was trash. <laughs> well, then Snape, there you go. I don't know but Snape of all like Snape and um and Sirius are the best casting choices. Like oh, Alan rest in peace, Alan Rickman. Oh, I know. I love Alan Rickman ever since I saw fucking Die Hard when I was like younger, but he, he was the perfect Snape. And then, you know, Gary Oldman was the perfect serious because you, you truly fear him at first. And then later on, you're like, damn, he's loving. He's, you know, great. And he's now, um, he's related to Harry somehow. Right. Um, he's, he's the godfather. Godfather, godfather. Yeah. okay. Because I remember him so saying he was, he's like the only family he was I've James's, left. He was James's best friend growing yeah. up. So Harry's dad's best friend. I really think they should have done more with Lupin. I love Lupin. Yeah. I love that character. And he was obviously the best defense against the dark arts teacher that they yeah. ever had. Like he taught them Which, everything they would have needed to survive. Who was that again? Mustache uh, guy. Um, the guy that turns into a werewolf. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I liked him too. Yeah, yeah. Mustache guy. Mm-hmm. That's all. I, mustache. Um, good one, Corey. So <laughs> mustache um, guy. <laughs> I I think that this movie was great because it started to introduce the idea that like Harry didn't know everything that was going on in the Wizarding World. Like there were like these weird like outer edges, and you don't quite get like the Order of the Phoenix yet, but you get like. No something's going on that's like more than yeah. i can understand this not guy i thought school. he was yeah i thought he was bad but i guess he's he's good like yeah. and there was this weird thing going on oh and the whole peter Pettigrew. oh my <sighs> god when you find out when you find out that that ron's rat was like bad you can't even <laughs> like and he's missing and he's missing a finger because yeah. he left his finger behind when he killed everybody, like I, my mind was blown when mm-hmm. I read that part of the book. I was like, what? His rat, his family rat. And then they were like, didn't you ever find it odd that this rat never died? <laughs> like the rat's yeah. been alive for like 30 years. Like, hello. <laughs> One that in the symbolism there, like he ratted oh, yeah. out the fan. Like that's, he's the reason, probably the reason why Harry's parents were murdered. Are dead. Um, mm-hmm. He it's is the crazy. reason. He was the secret keeper. Yeah. He told Voldemort. He is the reason. And d- like when you think of a rat, you think of like a scoundrel or yeah. like a dirty rat. Like it's total symbolism for sure. Yeah. Nice. You guys gotta help me figure out some of these uh, holes that I'm I, I have on the story too. Yeah. Uh, I gave this sure. a ninety five point five. I gave it an eighty four. Still pretty high score. Cool. I, gave oh. it, I gave it an eighty nine. Um, even though it's one of my least favorite like movie adaptations due to the liberties it took like taking stuff out <laughs> i love it for its like performance and its look like you guys said it looks great um Dude, that cinematography and the directing in that is yeah. probably my favorite of all the movies it's really good it's the same yeah and it's all a right. bunch of stars like just dropping in like to to you mm-hmm. know to just yeah. wreck shit. <laughs> yeah, to just Love wreck it. shit up. <laughs> I was also, while I was like in the middle of this series, I realized that this Harry Potter universe really helped Marvel. I think they looked 
at what they were doing and going, they're doing something right. Let's do a little bit yeah. of what they're doing. And yeah. I, that would have been the time like a Marvel movie had come out too, I think, because this yeah. was like earlier. I think the first one was uh, was Iron Man. Let's mm-hmm. see. Um, the first Marvel movie is Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The first one was... Actually, yeah. Well... The first, like, of what we know the Marvel universe oh, to be yeah, now. Right. Of our Not Marvel. like yeah, the yeah. old... I know. Typically, yeah. uh, Captain Marvel is the uh, first Avenger, is the first uh, Marvel movie. It's, the, uh, it's in uh, 1942. Uh, yeah, Iron Man's 2008. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, we're going to get into the Goblet of Fire right now, and that's 2005. Ooh. So, yeah, I... That's why goblet I like of fire. Oh man. We get into it. Was, All right, let's just get into it. It's a little bit of a goblet of trash in my opinion. Oh. I, I, this one falls down on my list of movies for the simple fact that they, they should have made this two movies. Yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't agree. believe when they said that it was going to just be one movie. I was like, that literally makes no sense. They mm. never talked about spew Hermione's like quest to save all house elves, yeah. which means, the little elf that belonged to Barty Crouch was supposed to be the one that cast the dark mark. And she's then throughout the entire series, like, and they completely cut her out. They cut out the, um, um, the, oh, well, I guess that's the next one. We'll talk about the liberation, uh, how self liberation and everything was like, yeah. Thrown out. I don't know. They, I really am really pissed that they cut the scene with the Quidditch world cup. So short. I felt like the editing in this movie was, was so trash weird. too. It was trash. I was, like, I was waiting that too. Like there were like the, the guy hell? comes out and does the wand on his throat and like everyone ready. And then like they cut to like, it's like they didn't even show it. I was like, what the Sounded. fuck? This is like the pros. Yeah, I, I want to really watch like, pissed. yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I was well, pissed. And it, like, like my big problem is even the Triwizard tournament. Like oh my I God, feel yeah. like it was so like downplayed. It's when the that's maze That's the whole Goblet Cedric, of Fire. Oh, that's, yeah, that's what the Cedric tournament's called. Dies. It's called the Triwizard Tournament. Exactly. I thought it was the, the Goblet of Fire Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> the Goblet just, of Trash is what it is. It, it yeah. just sucks because it's like, and then there was this whole dynamic between Harry and Dumbledore that wasn't really explored either that like he wanted to really be in the, he didn't, or he really wanted to like be, you know, be the champion or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. He, he, it wasn't his fault that his name got put in there. And like, they, yeah. it's just like, oh, my name ended up in there. Harry Potter. And then he's all pissed at him. This is like angry yeah. door at his like, prime. Did he's you like, angry. That's anger door at his prime. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And I was like, why are you oh, yelling dude, at him? Just like, chill out. It's like, I have no fucking idea what happened. Oh my here. God, bro. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Did they ever and then, explain why his name got in there? I can't remember. Moody it, put it in there in yeah. the books. Moody did it. Mm. And that's the because, eye guy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Moody was Barty Crouch. Moody right. kept Moody got kept yeah. in a cage in the bottom of a crate because Barty Crouch made Polyjuice potion so that he could be yeah. Mad Eye Moody, right? And teach them. But he like kept an eye on Harry because he wanted Harry to get to the end of the Triwizard Tournament because the cup was a port key to take him to Voldemort. And so the, kill him, yeah, and kill him. So Barty Crouch who is the minister's son, which again, they didn't even like get into how serious that is. Like gets polyjuice potion, locks the real Mad-Eye in a crate. They never really even talk about the real Mad-Eye. And then they bring the real Mad-Eye back in the last book and then he dies. I'm like, what? 
this is not even how, how that man's life is supposed to be played yeah. out, but whatever. Another so actor that we lost that was awesome too, Philip Seymour Hoffman, like as oh. Mad Eye Moody was awesome. Like, yeah, little ticks and stuff. That's in Goblet of Fire. Yeah, I don't see his name. Isn't isn't that so. Philip Seymour Hoffman? No. He's Seymour the Hoffman. same Moody the whole time. It's the same Moody the whole time. Fun fact: huh. there are no non-British actors in any Harry Potter. Well, who did? It's I, Brandon. It's Brandon Gleeson that we're. Oh, who plays? I thought Philip Seymour Hoffman was no, in. The he's movie. not in these movies. Philip no. Seymour Hoffman what? was in the Hunger Games and. Oh, died. there we go! How dare you? A whole other universe that An entirely needs to be explored. New, which actually, we're watching the Hunger Games movies right now. We watched two last night. We're going to watch two today. Let me ask so you a question, good. Ashley. We were doing this last time. Is it two fingers or three fingers? The the thing. The two. It's two. It's two. Okay, because this gotta, is Boy you Scouts. Kiss your lips. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was curious the other day. I I watched like the first one. I never really like got into that series, but the books um, are good. Never read the books. Right. Never read the books. books just saw the really movie. Good. Yeah. Um, I did you guys I score it? This one 84. looked like yeah. This one looked like ass to me. So I gave the cinematography mm-hmm. like low scores. Everything looked me too. Really corny, and I gave it a seventy six. Oh. Yeah. Ouch. Except for Robert Pattinson getting killed, like this whole movie can go to hell. <laughs> Cuz I, I was yeah. Goblet yeah. of Fire was like my favorite book. Oh, it, oh no. I loved it. And it, it was like, oh, this sucks. You. Yeah. It. One of yeah, my favorite an, books. I gave it an 84. It's meh. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as bad in my opinion as Chamber of Secrets. That one's no. the worst. But this one pissed me off more because they demolished the book like they shame on them jk rowling should have been pissed yeah <laughs> i can't believe she signed off on that robert who directed it uh, i was just looking at it. his name is johnny asset mike yeah he's not he doesn't have a really good um he has got a couple good movies under his under his belt his name's mike neville the movies he like kind of did before neville. harry potter was uh, like donnie brosco <laughs> four weddings and a funeral oh um Oh. Mona Lisa smile, and then huh. he did, and then he did Goblet of Fire. But since then, he hasn't really. He did Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, that garbage Gyllenhaal what? movie. Oh, I but remember that. Another then, garbage movie. He Great. hasn't done jack shit. So this might have. I mean, this might have maybe ruined his career. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, because okay, I never it was, heard of it. It was a bad one. What'd you give it? What'd you give it, Robert? I gave it a 78, still pretty low. I The one thing that yeah. really bummed me about this movie uh, was the way they looked. What's with all the fucking long hair? Why did everyone in this movie have long hair? Like wig looking too. Yeah. So I mean, it looked very flowy and, and Fabio, but I was like, dude, it I mean, isn't that going to be way, in way of your wizarding? <laughs> Not in the way of your wizarding. Constantly I mean, getting I out get of your the face. Whole, like, I get the whole teenage angsty thing, but like, cut your fucking hair. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did like Moody though. He's he's definitely like yeah. one of my favorite teachers that was on there. He's he's pretty fun. I love Brennan Gleason. He's a great actor. Yeah, and then he's a good the, actor for sure. The, speaking on the editing, the ball, like the the dance, that was terribly edited too. Terrible. Like, why are they all weird? They left so much he... out about the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Which ball was that? I'm trying to remember which dance they've been doing. Uh, the Yule, the Yule, Yule ball. Yeah. The Yule dance. Where Yule was ball. that at? It's in the Great Great Hall, I believe. Yeah, they danced. Uh, remember Hermione's oh. like crying because of Ron being yeah. 
little ass. Yep, I remember that. And like she comes down the stairs. In the book, it's much more dramatic because yeah. Hermione's supposed to look way worse than she does in the movies but mm. she comes down the stairs and like her buck teeth are gone and her frizzy hair is gone and she has on this gorgeous dress and like she she's supposed to have this like amazing cinderella like transformation in this book mm. and all they did was just make emma emma watson look prettier than emma watson already does so yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is that that purple dress yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah i remember that one she looked like a babe yeah, she does look one. like a babe. She does, and then all of Harry's <laughs> other girls that are Harry's like girl girlfriends and stuff. And that, oh my god, <laughs> he's a pimp in that movie. Are you guys now <laughs> oh reading the god. books? Were you expecting Harry and Hermione to get together? I did. Yeah, no? I Even I thought at first. Yeah, I uh-uh. I thought from the movies. I was like, oh yeah, that's it's perfect. The hero and like she's the badass woman wizard. They're gonna get together, and I was like, no. Oh, I, I never like the gingers, huh? Okay. I never, I never got that vibe. Which but do you like Ro- that? Uh, he ended up with uh, the Weasley lady. I do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Very much. I didn't see it coming. Um, so when it happened, I was like, oh, that's awesome! Like that's really a cool. Fan girl growing up. <laughs> yeah, she was a little bit of a fan girl. But yeah. hey, Renee Renee Russo was a fan girl of John Travolta, and she married John Travolta. So. That's okay. cool. Well, there you go. Or Kelly Preston. I was gonna say, right, 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 so. No, <laughs> Kelly Preston. Uh, there Kelly you Preston. go. Um, one thing that kind of like threw me a little bit is like throughout the whole movies is Harry Potter is like portrayed a little bit as like the hair, uh, the <laughs> Harry Potter, the Mike Trout of like wizards. He's like this new young guy that's yeah. got like these <laughs> abilities, <laughs> like natural abilities of wizarding. They, they, he doesn't have to like, t- like he doesn't have to do as much schooling as uh, Hermione and stuff. He just can naturally do it right. somehow. Well, and he is right. the only one who survives. The- yeah. And I know that, Earth. you know, he's got his connection with Voldemort. Oh, shit, I said his name. Um, but everyone kind of treats him like, like an asshole. Like I, I would figure he'd be like the celebrity at school. Like, Hey, Harry, like everyone wants to be friends with him, but everyone's like, fuck you, Harry. Okay. <laughs> so I can maybe, and Corey, actually, you may be better off explaining this. Kids are ruthless and yeah. he kind of got everything sort of like, like they didn't know who he was. They didn't grow up with him. And all of a sudden he's the new kid and he's also special and Dumbledore. Yeah. He's like teacher's pet, but not like he's Dumbledore's pet. So I think the kids are just being dicks because kids are assholes to other kids. But like yeah, through the yeah, whole yeah. series, at least like he's, he's yeah. safe. Like, I don't know. Number six, he saved the school like six times. Like, Hey, thanks yeah. Harry. You're a really good guy now. Like <laughs> they still treat him like shit. He'd walk through the hall yeah. and they would just like walk and past him. Like he was really nobody. Scary t- it's also a really scary time because Voldemort came back and they were all worried that like, he, he, he was, has like the minister of magic telling everyone that Harry Potter, it's basically like Republicans and Democrats. It's like yeah. everyone's listening to the minister of magic or they listen to Dumbledore and there's no in between. Yeah. Okay. For sure. But I, uh, one last thing I'd like to bring up about um, this movie or this book and this time period during the story was like Hogsmeade. Like, yeah, it's where they really like built it up, right? Wasn't it this one or yeah, was it Azkaban? Yes. Okay, so that like, no, it was this one. Well, they talked about Hogsmeade, but Harry couldn't go because yeah. he didn't have a guardian who would sign his paper. Because if then, we, yeah, if we didn't have that, like, mm-hmm. Universal wouldn't have the Wizarding World. Like, Hogsmeade so is true. what it's like based off of, and it's so yep. cool. And in the books, it's even cooler the way they describe oh, it. Yeah. Like, oh, so awesome. So, 
the Universal Studios in Florida, when I walked on to Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley in, in Universal, I teared up because yeah. it wasn't the movie set. It was the book in my, it was what the book looked like. So like cool. it was, they did a universal did an excellent, excellent job of recreating what the books present those two places as. Yeah. And you don't really get Diagon Alley as much with, uh, um, what do you call it? Like our Hogsmeade though. Like, I don't feel like it's as like, no, there isn't you know, a Diagon in, in Hollywood. It's only in um, Florida. Like that back, that you have your like back area with the uh, nocturnality or whatever a little bit in mm-hmm. the back, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not even yeah. just like whatever. No. But yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, the uh, Goblet of Fire was all right, low on my on, list. Moving on. We all gave it a shooting scores. Yeah. All right. So, or the Phoenix. This one, everybody. What this is think? where they turned up the fuck yeah factor. <laughs> I love from here to the end. I was just like blown away. And can I can I can I give a, a maybe a reason why is after this movie they stayed with the same director. This is David Yates. He stays yeah. for this one, Half Blood Prince, and then oh. one two. So I, oh. I that probably is a reason right there because he's felt, man, he's a hell of a director. It felt seamless. Yeah, it felt seamless. The last uh, four movies felt like they they had a linear factor to them rather than like this choppy kind of like childlike feature with Chris Columbus, which makes sense because Home Alone. And then this dark, but amazingly like film noir feeling with Francisco, but that's just who he is. And then trash with Goblet of Fire, like just (laughs) dumpster fire basically. So now this, these last four were the same director. That makes so much sense. I'll give a little extra trivia on uh, David Yates. This is like his first movie. Or if this is like his first full length movie, he did a bunch of TV and some like TV movies and stuff, but like full length movie. I don't see. Did he do Ally McBeal? Mm, I don't see that. No, he's British. Okay. He's doing British stuff. Oh, okay. But since Order of Phoenix, all he's done is Harry Potter stuff other than he did the legend of Tarzan, but he did all the Harry Potters. And then now he's doing all oh, the he fantastic did the ones- beats. Which are great movies, by the way. We'll get into those later too. Yeah, because I haven't I haven't seen the second one. Me either. It's but, good. Yeah, they're we'll another, they're we'll both another, really good. We'll do another uh, episode on that. But uh, yeah, David Yates, he's awesome. I wonder, Order of the I, Phoenix wasn't my favorite book because I felt like Harry Potter was a bitch the whole time. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> I like that he got a haircut though. Finally. <laughs> He was haircut, yeah, hippie. <laughs> he was kind of a dick in this book, and I get that it's because Voldemort found the connection, and like he became more angry and stuff. Yeah. And I do like that they went into the o- oculumency with him and Snape, where Snape like mm-hmm. tried to get in his head, but I feel like they didn't expand on that enough because learning Snape's backstory was so imperative for me to be able to forgive him at the end and knowing his life. Like, I just don't feel like they, they went into it enough, but I get why, like they touched on it and I guess that's all they could do with the time they had, but I feel like they should have done a little more. Yeah. Hmm. I agree. Um, I liked, I mean, is it the, the ocular, what do you call it? The what? Oculumency. Is that the one with all the uh, balls in it? No, that's when Snape oh. teaches Harry how to close his mind and Snape can get into his head and see stuff. And then yeah. Harry does it back to him. And Harry sees that his dad was a bully and like hung Snape upside down. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. in his underwear showed and like every, and like his dad was kind of an asshole 
and was kind of a a bully and like all of his friends were sort of bullies too and harry was just like super devastated to learn that his dad was kind of a dick (laughs) and then he became all emo wait with he was super emo not with voldemort though with snape yeah his dad was a bully his dad was was a bully to snape yeah yeah snape was just the emo kid man yeah yeah poor emo kid poor emo kid well and he already had like a vested interest in you know harry's life by the time he comes into the picture because he actually liked um lily no and, fool and he loved he loved, loved love to a point of like literally would die for her and like, literally would die know, for her like made does, his so. he made his patronus a doe because yeah. that's what lily's patronus was like that's mm-hmm. Um, oh, fun fact about Patronuses. So, Robert, you know what a Patronus is now that you've watched all the movies? Uh, is it a, a varial, um, uh, a ST, a STI? <laughs> it is not a venereal disease. No, That's right. <laughs> it is, it's the shape. It's the shape that a wizard's uh, spirit takes when they yeah. are protecting themselves. So when Harry says, um, Oh my God, all I can think is Oculus Reparo. Um, Expecto Patronum. Mm-hmm. And then people's animals shoot out of their wand. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, I remember that. So Hermione's is an otter and mm-hmm. Ron, Ron's is a terrier. And otters and terriers are like, they like chase each other. Like there's certain terrier that like chase, maybe it's not an otter. It's something cute that like their two um, Patronuses are like, playful with each other in yeah. real life like those two animals actually play together in real life oh that's cool that's adorable. What's, what's harry's a stag like his dad okay. a big buck a big buck with horns and then his mom is just a doe mm-hmm. they're all just deers well not they're all de- no everybody has a different one but yeah, no, i'm mom. talking about the potters though the potters are all are all the scene with the uh, crystal balls and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Because I liked that scene. That oh, was the end, rad. yeah. Trelawney. What, what is that? The, the, what do they call that place? The, like, the Department like of right? Mysteries? Or oh, something? the Department of Mysteries. Oh, yeah. God. Luna kicked ass in this film. Oh, she's awesome. Like Luna her. is so amazing. And she's probably... She's probably my favorite character throughout the movie series. Like, yeah, even above Harry, like she is, I think she is an incredible actress. Do you guys know the story about how she got this part? I do not. I've heard it, but I don't remember. Hit me. So the girl who plays Luna, I don't know her name off the top of my head. Um, She had an eating disorder and she was hospitalized for it. And she was in the hospital for a few months because she was, close to death basically um and she read the harry potter the first two harry potter books and wrote jk rowling a letter like a fan letter and like told her a little bit about her story and said that she wanted to audition and jk rowling wrote her back and said you can audition as long as you promise to never hurt yourself again like you can't ever do that again Mm -hmm. so she came in and she met with jk rowling and she she read the screen test for Luna and JK Rowling promised her that she would get the role as long as she took better care of herself. And so, she, and she gave her the role and she has never had a problem with it since. Wow. JK That's Rowling so basically cool. like saved her life. Yeah. JK is, is awesome. Uh, this actress name is, uh, Ivana Lynch. 
Yes. Yeah, she's, yes. Lynch. she's yeah. so awesome. So I good. love, so love, love her character. Like if I were in that world, like my girlfriend would have probably been like Luna. <laughs> I actually thought and, like, Harry should have ended up with Luna. Yeah, that too. She's too weird. I does love she, her. Does though. she end up with somebody? Neville. Yeah, I know. In the books. Oh, okay. See, that makes sense. He's goofy and she's goofy. It, they, they, yeah, they work. Right. I like that. Yeah. Neville, Neville yeah. of all people becomes a badass too. Like he just. And he's the hot. Last one, right? like, yeah. He he's like so a good hideous. looking dude. <laughs> yeah. He was so hideous as a kid. I was like, wow, that's a funky looking British kid. Look at those teeth. And then like the last movie, they started releasing like promo photos of them. And I'm like, um, excuse me. When did <laughs> Neville this? Longbottom become hot? That's impossible. Harry <laughs> is cool. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Well, and also to bring it back to the Order of the Phoenix, the the um, prophecy that was foretold said a boy born in July would be the end of Voldemort, and one cannot live while the other survives. Which basically means Voldemort had to kill a boy born in July in order to keep himself alive. And he could, in the book, they explain this more. It could have been Neville. It almost was Neville. Mm-hmm. Voldemort had to pick which boy he thought it was going to be and he picked harry and that made it harry he could have yeah. picked neville and it would have made it neville wow so like neville has that like connection yep. sort of too yep. so very important character did in the know books that. the books they also in the order of the phoenix they also show um once arthur weasley gets bitten by the snake um in, in harry's dream and they and he gets saved there's actually a scene in the book where they go to the hospital M- saint mungo's <laughs> yeah. And they're visiting um Arthur in the hospital and they see Neville at the hospital and he's visiting his parents because Voldemort tortured them so badly that they're now crazy and they don't know anything and they drool and like they don't know who he is and that's why oh, he lives wow. with his grandmother but they actually have a whole scene where Ron, Harry and Hermione learn about Neville's parents and realize that his parents were tortured by Voldemort. Yeah. And like it's a really cool scene in the book that they don't go into in the movies. And I really feel like they could have put that in the movie. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. (laughs) It it builds, it builds Neville's character a lot. Totally. Totally. And it makes him killing the snake that much sweeter, you know? Yeah. Nice. Uh, Let's go through the scrutiny scale. I gave, I mean, this is like fours across the board for me. Literally everything is a four other than music. I gave fives again and uh, gave an 83 overall. I gave it a 92. I gave it an 84. I gave it fours everywhere except lighting and did nice, they accomplish <laughs> did they accomplish what they set out for? I gave that a 3. Okay. But I gave it overall I gave it a, an 84. Nice. We're kind of simpatico on that one. We are, I know. That's good. All right. Um last two. Here we go. Um I mean, well, are you three. guys <laughs> Well, that? yeah, last last three technically. What do you mean? Well, uh, there's two Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Didn't we just do Half Blood Prince? No, we did Order of the Phoenix. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at Half Blood Prince. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, let's get into Half Blood Prince then. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm glad you're, I'm glad I have the experts on the podcast with me. Um, Where would you be without us? <laughs> okay, then my my score for Half Blood Prince is 83. Oh. Uh, what was the last one we just did? We just did Order of the Phoenix. Phoenix okay, yeah. Sorry. I gave that an eighty. I gave that an eighty-four. So we were oh, okay. on that one. All right. Okay. So the Half Blood Prince. Um, this is my just, favorite movie. Yeah, wow. it's super good. Uh, what's a little? Give me a little background on this one. What's What's this one about? 
forget. So, Snape. We see like Snape. young Tom Riddle, right? That I love that scene yes. where they go. Uh, uh, we see young Dumbledore hanging out with him, and it's like all green and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that scene. This is my ha- um, This is my favorite book and my favorite movie, and I. I'm a little upset that they left so much out about Tom's life because they actually talk about where Dumbledore finds the ring and it's in Tom's house and he meets Tom Riddle's dad. He meets Voldemort's dad and learns that Voldemort had a sister and like there's a whole side story to that big deep story in there. I know why they didn't put it in. It would have been way too much. So I was okay with it. Um, But this movie is about Harry finding a potions book because they bring Slughorn, who is such a great character. Yeah. <laughs> such a great potions master, such a jovial guy. And like, he really helps develop like why Harry has to be the one to kill Voldemort. But he finds this potions book um, that's been written in by somebody who named themselves the Half-Blood Prince, which basically means their mom was a muggle, their dad was a wizard, or vice versa. And Harry starts using this potions book and all of a sudden becomes this like amazing potions person when he never, he always sucked at it. But yeah. there's also like spells and stuff in it. And the other part of this is that Dumbledore is taking Harry into the pensive, that dish where he can yeah. go and look inside mm-hmm. memories. Because Dumbledore has to teach Harry about Horcruxes and how to get memories from people so that he can complete this puzzle of what Voldemort may have split his soul into. Um, Cause Dumbledore knows he's going to die cause he has this ring on and he's got, he has a cursed hand and he knows it's only a matter of time before he dies. Um, at the same time, Snape has made a promise to Draco Malfoy's mom that he will kill Dumbledore before Draco does because Voldemort has assigned Dra- Draco Malfoy, the, uh, unthinkable task telling a 16 year old you have to kill your headmaster to prove your loyalty to me and Snape promises Draco's mom that he will do it but the reason he's able to do that is because all along Snape has been working for Dumbledore as a spy and Dumbledore's already told Snape he will be the one that that Snape has to kill him in the end Mm. that it has to be Snape and Snape is pissed he doesn't want to kill Dumbledore but he has to yeah yeah I remember that scene and he like let me just give jk rowling like you know a shout out for this too like knowing that that shit was gonna happen from like the beginning because the way she developed snape's character it's very evident she was yeah you know do you think she had like from day one to the very end planned in her head or do you think that she like wrote the first book and then like started thinking about how it would evolve I think it was after the second book, to tell you the truth, where she like is like, okay. What the fuck was that? Kevin sneezed. Excuse me, Mr. Weller, we were recording a professional podcast here. He sneezed and said, fuck you guys. That's hilarious. Well, I, guess what? He's never coming on the podcast. I don't want to know about United Rentals. How about that? He wants me to correct it. He didn't say, fuck you guys. What'd you say? I said... Hey, you guys. Oh, he said, oh, hey, you guys. Oh, yeah, we got a little, little bit better, but he's still, little, not, little, he's still little not coming on the podcast. He said, stop talking about that nerd shit. He said, stop talking about the nerd shit. No, we heard talking. him. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, actually, let me take a look, one quick break, because I forgot to mention, Corey, our unofficial sponsor of the podcast, Four Sons. 
Nice. Actually, please hold. Oh, she's going to go grab one. Um, Have you had four sons yet, Corey? Uh, I have. Um, I think I've had... Our unofficial podcast. I think I have. Um, I've drank a lot of beer, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I got to take um, you to their brewery. They have an awesome brewery when they finally open up again um, in Huntington cool. Beach. I used to work literally across the street from it and would smell the uh, yeast and all the Hates. fermentation. Robert hates sours. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, I don't like sours. Tight. I am not a sour. Per- I can't do it. Thank you, oh. Corey. This is, <clears throat> wait, I'm going to get my advertiser voice on. Are you ready? Hang on. Go for it. Yeah. What are you, what are you drinking today, <clears throat> Ashley? Well, today, guys, I have a Four Sons <laughs> Sour K Sour Blonde Ale. Sour Blonde, brewed with black currants at Four Sun Brewery in Huntington Beach. Ooh, Come actually... on by. Spend time with the family. <laughs> I love it. Actually, you know, that sounds pretty good. Like black currant anything is amazing. You, ever, you know what black currant is? Uh, no. Uh, is it like licorice? You uneducated sort of? swine. I am, for it's, sure. Well, we know because it's a British thing. It's, True. Uh, I think it's like a berry. Well, then, it's yes, I am an uneducated swine. Cheers. I have a LaCroix right now, cheers. so I'll cheers you with my LaCroix. But yeah, Four Sons, a, they're in Huntington uh, Beach. They Some of the best beers I've literally ever had. Like, truly. And right now during the, the quarantine, the yeah. they're open for to-go sales. They're open from 10 Ooh, to 4 awesome. every day. You can buy crowlers, growlers, six packs um and they have all of their beers uh they make probably them- keg. you could probably buy a keg though too right probably yeah, yeah. i'd imagine cool. you can find them in bevmo and stuff some some restaurants have them like locally i don't think you're gonna mm-hmm. find it on the east coast but uh, actually nice. they're in tennessee oh. they're in utah they're in texas they're this. in oregon she spends a lot of time there. She knows like every brewer. I used there. to work at the Hyatt with the four sons. So nice. when they opened up, I, I started going there and sometimes I go in and I don't get charged for beer and that's a really nice surprise. And sometimes I go in and I do get charged for beer and I'm like, it's yeah. about fucking time. Like, <laughs> please let me pay you, please. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Four sons, go get some beer. Go get some beer. Uh, back to half, half blood Prince. Um, I thought this I, movie was comedy. I crack the fuck up every time I watch this movie or read the book there are comedic gold lines for example when Harry and Ron are standing in the hallway at the beginning and McGonagall is like what are you doing here why are you standing here and they're like what huh us he's like take Ron with you he looks far too happy (laughs) when they they take him out there's also also, is this the one where uh they're they're in the middle of like taking a test and they keep talking and Snape like pushes their heads down and like idiots (laughs) (laughs) I love that yeah oh man Alan Rickman Alan Rickman really put on a show in this one I like it a lot um this is the one which one was Umbridge in? Did we completely skip that? Was she in? The- no, I think I think she. Oh yeah, she was in Order of the Phoenix. Okay, so Umbridge, amazing casting yeah. job. Yeah, amazing. Which one was and that? The, the fat lady, the pink. <laughs> like she yeah, giggles, she was pink and everything. Oh my god, I fucking hate her. But oh, you way. hate her even in more in the books. In yeah, the, the best, best way, way possible. Like, yeah, yeah, she does it perfectly, and yeah. her little cats that meow. Oh <sighs> my god, we didn't talk about Dumbledore's army. No, there's a lot that. When oh, Harry so teaches much. everyone how to defend themselves yeah. because Umbridge like gives them Keep a textbook from the 1940s. And yeah. you're like, she's like, you don't need to learn how to do spells. You just need to read about it. When would children ever be in danger? Like such yeah. a twat. I hate So you. crazy. So Hitler-esque. It, yeah. And that's, that's the vibes. That's another kind of thing we probably should have talked about in, um, 
Order of the Phoenix is yeah. that it felt very like Nazi Germany. Like, and you, but they, but they did it on purpose. And I yeah. feel like the kids really played, played it well, like finding the room of requirement, like hiding, yeah. hiding in plain sight, almost For like sure. Jewish kids had to do. And then yeah. like them torturing. Well, the funny thing is what they left out of the books is that they, tortured Cho's friend and yeah. Hermione jinxed her to put snitch on her head in acne. Do you remember that in the book? I think I do. And then they had the coins um, that changed to the time and date in your oh, pocket. Oh yeah. The meetings, right? The meetings. Yeah. yeah. We're on point. So Robert, we were going to tell you um, they left something really cool out of order of the Phoenix. Sorry, we're going backwards, but yeah. with Dumbledore's army, Hermione is so genius that she got these coins and it, the on the side of the coin where the ridges are the time and date would show up for the next Dumbledore's army meeting and they always went to the room of requirement but it was in Roman numerals so it just looked like a coin yeah. and it would change every time Hermione would um, change hers it would change all the other ones so that's how they could like meet up in secret oh. it's um, like the wizard cool thing Why they it's put that like in there? the wizard version of Google Doc <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's like the wizard version of a notification yeah. um, but, you guys have been mentioning a lot of things that weren't in uh, that were in the books that weren't in the movies yeah was, was there anything that popped out that they weren't in the books that no was in the movie nope it doesn't work the other way around not really i didn't i didn't see anything that was in the books i mean i that guess was in the, the movie but not the book so yeah. i guess kind of because in the books neville doesn't give harry gillyweed to sprout gills in the goblet of fire oh, Do yeah. dobby does because Dobby's now a house elf in Hogwarts, but they don't talk about Dobby because they also don't talk about the other house elves and yeah. Spew. So they don't really talk about him giving Harry the gillyweed. They yeah. made Neville do it. And then to go to the Harry Potter or the Dumbledore army meetings, they don't really say how they knew when they were, yeah. but I guess they just kind of left it out. So yeah. they didn't really add anything. They just maybe had to like change a character's storyline for a second to make yeah. up yeah. for the fact that they left shit out. Okay. I was just curious, because I, I kept hearing you guys saying, they didn't put this in the movie. They didn't put this in the movie. That's why the books are so amazing. Yeah, they're, they're great. The books are so good. Anyway, I might so. Have the, I might have to do the audio books. I, I, do I, it. The sitting down, and I, I just have too much of an ADD to like. Yeah, you like My mind starts like thinking of other things while I'm reading words. My right. mind will still do it. And I'm like, wait, I didn't. I don't know what I just read. I got to go back. Yeah. But like listening, like like a podcast, I might have to do yeah. it. Yeah, it's good. Um, but Half-Blood Prince, I thought, was comedic genius. Yeah. And none of them are really funny, but, like, this one was hilarious. Um, I thought Malfoy, I thought Draco Malfoy, Tom Fe uh, Felton, yeah. really came into his character of Draco. You could see the torment. You could yeah. see the sadness. You could see the, the anguish. And, like, their rivalry, Tom, uh, uh, Draco and... Um, Harry Potter's rivalry in this movie really came to a head. And I, I feel like those two actors did a really great job. Their chemistry together. I, I rated the actor chemistry a five on this one. Yeah. Um, actually the acting, I gave all fives across the board because I feel like every single person in this one, um, especially Slughorn, like he played yeah. a great, and the younger um, Voldemort and like Snape having to kill and like, kill Dumbledore and not say why and Harry was so good at the end when Dumbledore died and he like chased Snape down oh my god oh this movie was so good <laughs> it was really good I gave it a 96 I gave it a 94 I gave it an 83 I don't know why the, I scored it so because I gave it a fours across the board I mean uh, the thing with the screening scale too I, I know this is like 
this is a good example for you, Ashley, because you this is like your favorite Harry Potter movie. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna get fives, like absolutely. More. But you know, my my looking at it is like a five. Fives are like the Godfather. You know, the the, the oh, hardcore. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the bar of fives. So okay. That's what it's kind of competing in. At least that's how I that's how I do my screening scale. That's the fun part too. Is like everyone I think has a little different. I was feeling a little generous with this movie because it's my favorite. So I'm sure I did. Yeah, yeah. you're totally me too. (laughs) One side note, uh, Corey, do you remember reading this book? I do. I do because I remember there was this big influx of people trying to spoil it, but I managed to avoid it. did you cry? I did. I remember it. I think there actually might be like marks on the book because of like the tears. Mine too. Like, I like, I know Bro, that's like super corny, you but you didn't see did. it coming, Robert. Like yeah. you didn't see Dumbledore dying. You didn't see it. And yeah, the way like, it no. happened right after they went to that dark tunnel and Harry had to feed the poison to Dumbledore. And then Harry carried Dumbledore home and yeah. he was weak and Dumbledore's never, I'm getting choked up talking about it. I, I flew <laughs> home to Seattle to get this book at midnight with my sister, as I did with all the books. Thank you very yeah. much. Um, and I was done reading it by the time the plane landed and I read the final chapters on the plane and the man sitting next to me, I was bawling, like yeah. sobbing. And the man and sitting next to me. High up in the altitude doesn't help either. Like, yeah, right? You get really emotional watching. Yeah. Too, yeah. He patted my leg and he goes, I just finished it yesterday and I know how you feel. Aww. And I was like, there was like four people reading it on the plane. That Such was a coming special back like time yeah. for, for reading. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that book like stood out to me as like one that I actually physically remember reading because it it was so painful. Also, when Sirius died, I think I cried. Oh yeah. In the last book, in the Order of the Phoenix, that one was hard. That was a hard death. Yeah, he was because he was just the protect. You felt almost like uh, like Harry's one of Harry's last like protectors had died when Dumbledore went, you know, yeah. Sirius was kind of like the beginning. And then you have Hagrid who's kind of like not present at this point. Cause he's Harry's other like protector, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but overall, is, I, is, I is liked Hagrid it. a wizard. No, I, he's not. Well, he, he was a, stuff, right? Like some stuff. He, yeah. He's, he's like half, right? Like he's half giant and half, half wizard. wizard. And yeah. then when he got expelled because of the, um, the chamber of secrets incident yeah um he couldn't finish learning and so he didn't get all of his training but dumbledore knew he didn't do it so dumbledore let him stay on as gamekeeper yeah, yeah. Uh, and he has an umbrella instead of a wand yeah i was trying i, I knew no. he had something thank you i was trying to figure out was it a cane or something yeah that's right. no and, and he gave um dudley Dur- dursley a pigtail in, yeah. <laughs> in the first book yeah a couple of things he i love that guy. Things, yeah. haggard oh, who's the guy that oh. played haggard um, um richard no i don't know his name i was Ugh. i'm i'm watching i'm going through all the uh pierce brosnan movies right now yeah or, uh, i'm sorry i'm not all of his movies but the james bond movies oh and he is like one of his uh he's not a bad guy he kind of helps him but he doesn't really like james bond but he kind of helps him he's like he's an antagonist in hagrid's in a james bond movie yeah he's in that's, a, that's incredible um, he's in like three of them He's in a bunch of other stuff too. I've seen him in Robert. What's his name? Uh, Michael. I'm sorry, I'm t- uh, no, Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, because his last name is dope. 
Coltrane. Like yeah. His first name's Dope too, Corey. Yeah, Corey. Nah, I didn't. Oh, whatever. Nah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Half, Half Blood is my fave for sure. Both book yeah, and movie good. for sure. Where the hell yeah. are they? What the fuck? And then finally, Deathly Hollows was like advertising oh. frenzy. I remember being so excited and then like having it sorry, be split before, into before you go movies. on Corey sorry I didn't mean to yeah I just go saw ahead. This. Uh, that Robbie Coltrane he was in uh, Goldeneye and The World Is Not Enough he was only in two and then he then he went and did Harry Potter yeah oh. like one of the last like next things he did oh so, anyways, I like him sorry, sorry like him. Rob. no sorry, he's great. great no he's great go again but Deathly Hollows is like the pinnacle like everybody was oh, like, getting right, everyone right, was right. waiting we're gonna we're gonna you know finish this off and um see how everything ties ties up at the end and like the book i remember i read and again like a day uh, yeah because it yep. was you know i had to before yep. it got spoiled yep i read um, i read the book you, you guys are glad that they broke it up in two parts right there's no way yeah. they weren't going to do that for a couple of reasons one money <laughs> yeah and two because the fans would have rioted there's yeah. no there's no way they could have done that in one movie uh oh, my neighbor's kids are outside. One well, in the Shut uh, the fuck up. <laughs> for real though. Do you want me to go inside? No, that's all right. If it gets, right, if it gets bad, then, then right. you can. But um, well, the, the movies ahead, are the, the these movies are probably my favorite. Like because of the um, the depth and yeah. how long it was, and they got like pretty much everything in there. Yep, they did. They did a really, really good job sticking to what the books did. Yeah. Um, I wish they would have done a little more information on the room of requirement and how Neville was like in charge of, of Hogwarts yeah. while Harry was gone and how the room of requirement had like every single house had yeah. come together. And it, in my head, it was this gorgeous golden filled light room with hammocks and banners and, you know, people who are worn down and tired, but they're, they're together. It, it was, it was one of the most beautiful, like unifying moments in my mind when all the houses, even, even yeah. Slytherin houses, some of the kids in Slytherin even were in there. And it was like the world there came together because they were all being screwed, like punished and tortured by, yeah. by Voldemort's followers at Hogwarts. And they couldn't escape it because home wasn't any better. Yeah. And I feel like they could have done a little more with that. And I feel like they could have done a little more at the end, like, like the end of the movie where they're all on the train platform and they're older. A, the makeup was shit. That was terrible. They made yeah. all of them look hideous and frumpy. And like they, they all worked at a fucking Ron's gut. Secretary. Yeah. Right. Like, why are they all so ugly? Yeah. And like, they didn't look old. They just look like ugly, like frumpy versions of themselves. Yeah, for And sure. I wanted more, detail about like they're like maybe like a montage of like Ginny and Harry getting married or a montage yeah. of Her of Hermione and Ron getting married or like having their first kid or like Hagrid being there at the birth of like Harry's first kid you know something mm -hmm. like I just felt like it just kind of ended like friend when friends ended the show the final scene was them like walking out of the apartment <laughs> I was like that is an awkward scene like the end scene of this Harry Potter movie was kind of awkward yeah like, did they do all that stuff in the book with the wedding and the no birth and no no oh, okay but it but I think 
the book kind of made us ends? want that want want that though like I, it see a book is written different like they want you to imagine things and i yeah. feel like that we could fill that in yep. but seeing it in visual form would have been like i think more emotional there was a whole chapter dedicated to later like they talked yeah. about neville is now the herbology professor at hogwarts and um they talked about harry being an or like he didn't look like an or he looked like a tax or uh, an or is someone who hunts dark woods it's like a uh, like a wizard policeman yeah like oh. fbi of the wizarding I was, world yeah, I, when they were getting on the train i was thinking why the fuck isn't harry going why isn't he like the head of hogwarts now or like a teacher uh, like he's like the best like what mcgonagall like, is the headmaster yeah yeah but he's harry fucking potter or even he should. like Hermione. no i hear you like he should he should go be <laughs> maybe when he's Wait, older McGonagall's still alive by then yeah oh, oh well dumbledore was like 170 yeah okay um, okay, so to... the first Deathly Hollows. Okay, let's yeah, start at the beginning. Little, sorry. We are, yeah, I'm sorry. First one. Okay. Um, the first one, I gave a 93. I really think they did a great job of showing the difficult task that Harry and Ron and yeah. Hermione had. And like the wedding was beautiful. And then them like apparating out of the wedding and onto a busy London street. I thought that whole scene was great. Yeah. Um, and them like finding the, the, or like, and Hermione packing that little tiny bag, like she yeah. knew, Oh God, she is just brilliant. Brilliant. Like they would have, they, and they all needed each other. Oh, and the freaking scene with Scourgemore who built Bill, Bill Nye, like, um, Oh, Bill Nye. Uh, Bill Nye. He built with the, he was supposed to have like a lion's mane of hair and be like the, um, the, yeah. the, what is, his the, name? What is he that? The, the minister, minister of magic. Minister of magic. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. like he's like reading the will and he's like waiting he for did such a great voice oh, i always think so i always think of like uh davy jones because he yes. just that guy just kicks so kicks much ass, ass man and he did that with on uh, pirates he did all that with like green screen shit all over his face yeah. and yeah. dots and like yeah you know i'm sure it's super hard to like get into a character when you have all right. these like computer sensors all over you but like yeah, if you're in sure. full makeup and wardrobe then you i've heard that like you feel becoming that character but yeah, right he's, right. he's really good when you're acting he's with awesome. someone i really liked the um i liked that ron left that like wearing the locket like wearing the um the pendant made them each angry and like um it's a little, yeah. the, they the, did a little really, steal lord of the rings there buddy they did a really good job of of showing like the dynamic between the three of them yeah. and ron leaving and then coming back because of the lighter and i feel like they explained it really well i feel like they did a great job explaining snatchers i wish they would have gone into a little bit more detail about the radio and how they like could communicate with the out because it felt very like it felt very world war ii it felt like well, you know yeah, you're hiding radio. i don't remember that part what radio so the wizarding world um actually do you remember lee he was the announcer for all the quidditch matches yeah he started a radio program that you could only find in between stations and the station would change every day so they couldn't be tracked. Mm. And he would like give updates on who died, um, updates on where dark wizards were last seen, updates on where the snatchers were, um, updates on how kids at the school were doing. And like, that's how Ron stayed in contact, like learning about his family to make sure that none of his family died. Okay. I, but yeah. since Hermione did, had to like obliviate her parents' memory and now she has no family and the yeah. Dursleys had to leave Harry behind and now he has no family. They didn't really listen to the radio as much as Ron. And it was like his lifeline. Mm. And it like, it really, 
it was better explained in the books. I feel I did love, however, when they all drank Harry potion and they all turned into Harry yeah. Potter. That was, pretty <laughs> that was really funny. That scene with the camera panning around as they all turn into Harry. And then it's like, then which one's the real Harry me? And he's, they're all like taking their clothes off and he's like, can you guys not like, that's my body. Like everyone <laughs> it, can see this. <laughs> isn't there also the scene where they, is this the same movie where they go into the, uh, they, um, take the polyjuice and turn into like other people like the, mm-hmm. the workers the minister of magic people yeah that's hilarious as well oh, yeah. oh my god yeah when they're in the those elevators and, yeah those yeah, actors are those great. actors for like right? like, yeah. like getting it like you you yeah. almost think like oh no no uh harry uh daniel radcliffe is making him do that it's like no that actor yeah. is like that actor is it. pretending to be daniel radcliffe yeah, yeah they did sure. a really good job of that and back the, to the back to the wedding um mm. Uh, I, I get it. People need to get love and stuff, but uh, wars going on right now. Do they really need to have a fucking wedding? Like, did they really think the wedding was going to go off without a hitch? Come on. So I know they different. had like bodyguards out front and stuff, like keeping. But come on, it's, it's full. It, it was different in the books. I don't remember why, yeah. but it also explained too that um, Bill got scratched by a werewolf in a in the fight uh, in the previous book, and so he's like eats his meat rare now, but he doesn't, he didn't like turn into a, yeah. an actual werewolf, but him and Floor just really wanted to get married. I think because they wanted a sense of normalcy and like, they no, didn't. I get that, but and, like, love, we're in quarantine right now and people aren't getting yeah. married. <laughs> love is like the overarching theme of all the books. Like that's yeah. why Harry's alive. Harry's alive because his mother protected him out of love. And that's the only reason that him, that Voldemort can't kill him is because no one ever loved Voldemort and someone loved yeah. him. So love is kind of like this overarching sort of theme of the book. So I get why they did it, but I do understand what you're and saying. They did it at the Weasley house. I know. Like, if you're gonna do like, it, come do on. It, do it somewhere like yeah. another hidden. planet. They're wizards. Yeah, they can go anywhere they sure. want. Another planet. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, that was like my only big thing. I was just sitting there like, yeah, I, I knew the scene was coming because I'd seen it before. Yeah. I'm thinking, how do they not know? Like, they're yeah. coming. They're, they're yeah. coming. You guys are all yeah. in one spot. They're coming. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Scourge Moore is dead. The ministry has fallen. Oh, is that- is is this the mm-hmm. one where Hedwig dies? Because mm-hmm. Hedwig, yeah. that part made me sad too. That killed me. It was so fast too. It was in like yeah, the first like, chapter of the book, of the first like five minutes of the movie. Hedwig's protecting Harry, and then all of a sudden she's dead. I'm like, yeah. And Mad Eye, Mad Eye dies too in like the first yep. chapter. I was like, oh this, oh she's not fucking around. She's gonna kill people. And and in the um, I know in the book or the movie. With Mad Eye, you don't even see it happen. You just they say Mad Eye yeah. didn't make it, which yeah. is which was cool to me because it was like more realistic. It was ominous, know? right? Yeah. And then and, when ha huh, when when Fred gets a hole in his ear and he goes, "How do you feel?" and he's saying like, "I'm holy." Like get <laughs> out of here with your dad jokes. That's They're so, so yeah. The Weasleys were cast oh, so well. That was like, a little confusing for me because I thought he was dying and then he died, but then then at the end on the second one then. The brother he dies, right? Yeah. I can't talk. I still can't talk about it. <laughs> and that, that one, confusing. see the I, I the part I really liked is how menacing Voldemort was in this one. Like I, he, like they really got that down when he's like coming over the power lines and like with all the like smoke behind him. It's he's like freaking right crazy. And then when he's yeah. in Malfoy Manor and the, he has a teacher like bound and gagged, yeah. and he's it's, just like dinner. Terrifying, yeah. come eat. he's he is terrifying in this movie he is everyone is afraid of him yeah like 
you can see the you can see the the gaunt look on their faces like the Malfoys look like shit and Bellatrix is the only one who even looks remotely happy but even she like cowers when he comes in She's Dude, do, oh, and let's mention Bellatrix Lestrange quickly, yeah. please. Because so yeah, how about Helena Bonham Carter for the for the win? Like freaking awesome. She was perfectly cast. Yeah, who else? I don't know any other weird chick that could have played yeah. that. Better. Yeah, <laughs> she did true. so well with that. Oh yeah. Oh, I can hear her cackle in my yeah. ear. Yeah. <laughs> and given, we're talking about Ralph uh, Ralph Fiennes playing Voldemort. Ooh. I was just looking at some photos. You know, we're and talking oh, with uh, Bill Nighy. Actually. Nighy. Yeah. That's another person who was replaced. Ralph Fiennes wasn't Voldemort in the Sorcerer's Stone. It was someone else. Oh, interesting. Wow. There you go. You're probably going to afford it. Because he wasn't in there very long, right? He was just like it was just, little... he was a face on the back of Quirrell's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard him pronounce his old, own name, Ralph oh. Fiennes? No. Is it not it's, Fiennes? It's, it's Rafe Fiennes. No, it's Ralph Fiennes. It's Ralph Fiennes. That's what, Ra- that's what Rafe says. I don't know who Rafe. that is. Rafe. Rafe. Ralph. Rafe. What kind of name uh, is Rafe? God. It's the well, He said it's the way that like he, I forget what um his background is, but like he's, his, he's like British. Or he's Nor- no, he's Norwegian, just Norwegian. like the Skarsgårds. Uh, yeah. So cool. he said that they would pronounce it this. By way. the way, you want to talk about a hot family? Go look at the Skarsgårds. Oh yeah. Even and now the new one too, the one that plays it. Mm. He's kind of weird, but sexy looking too. Weird, right? sexy, the lazy yeah. Guy. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm weird, sorry. Sexy. No, he he was born in England. Thank you. No way. It says on IMDb. You know what? Like That's true. Because I told you there are no non like British UK actors in this yeah. movie. Yeah. There's Ireland. There's I- Ireland actors. <laughs> wow, his name is fucking crazy. Ralph Nathaniel Twill Twill Twilton. White Cam finds. He's got five <laughs> names. The third. It's <laughs> great. Uh, but so, yeah, I was, no, I was looking at photos of him. Um, with the uh, no, with the nose, right? Yeah, like it yeah. blows with, my with, mind. Uh, Bill Nighy, like with you know doing the um, pirates. He has he, not as much stuff as Bill Nighy, but mm-hmm. he still had like sensors and stuff. Yeah. You know to do the nose and yeah. they did. I was looking at some photos. They did some makeup, but they definitely went in and made him yeah. even more menacing with the gray yeah. and yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, he's so. he did such a great job portraying, and he and I don't hate Ray Fines now. Like you hate I don't. Him? Oh, because of Cinder's list. <laughs> so like I don't like Draco Mal. Tom Felton probably couldn't do another movie and have me see him uh, as a good guy. Yeah. Harry, like Daniel Radcliffe. If I see him in anything, I I and I feel bad for the kids, but like because they did eight of these movies and they will always and forever be yeah. known by these yeah. characters. But I feel like Emma Watson did the best job at like doing other things and becoming yeah. another person. But like Ralph Rafe Fenenez, whatever. Ralph, um, I didn't, I, I don't picture him when I picture Voldemort. It's separate for yeah. me. He did a really good job. I'm looking at a. Do you guys? Um, wait, did they win? Doesn't see if they won. I was looking if they uh, won any Academy Awards. No. Oh, they, six of Costuming, eight maybe? films. Six of eight films were nominated for a total of twelve Academy Awards, but I don't think they won. Probably not. It's cool that they got nominated. Though, That's very not, cool. Like, it's an honor just yeah. to be nominated. Especially only the oh. last two. Like, you know, the last two, they were given everything they got. They oh yeah. Like, the cinematography and, in the last two was beautiful. Yeah. Um, it was not especially, for kids. 
no, it was, it was, it was not was, for no. kids. The like the lighting I felt was really great in the last two films. I feel like the the overarching like the feel of the desolate nature of their the things that they had to do yeah. when they were on that rocky cliff and then they were in that forest and like you felt cold, you felt alone. Like the cinematography yeah. really, they did a great job making you feel the way you felt when you read the books. And I, I was happy with where they stopped like Dobby dying and Voldemort cracking open Dumbledore's coffin to get the elder wand. Yeah. I really feel, and oh my God, can we talk about the cartoon, the Elder Wand cartoon, the Deathly Hollows? Yeah, like why that it's called awesome. that? Beautiful artwork. Really interesting how they like made it a cartoon. Yeah. But I'm so glad they didn't cut that out because it's necessary to understand that Harry is related to the to the Prevels. Like Robert, did you catch that? Who are the Prevels? So the Prevel, or am I saying it right? The Prevel brothers. Um, when he went to Godric's Hollow, which is where he's from, he saw a grave with the mark of the Deathly Hollows, the line, yep. the triangle, and the circle. Yep. The, wand, the Elder Wand, the um, Resurrection Stone, and the in Invisibility Cloak. Yeah. The Prevel brothers were given the Invisibility Cloak by death, yeah. and it was handed down through generations. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And James left it in Dumbledore's care to give to Harry because he is a distant relative of the yeah. first owners of the Deathly Hollows. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I was speaking of those three things. I was expecting that Harry was going to use all three to fight Voldemort. It seemed like, cause they, cause they kept he saying did. like, if you think about it, he did. Well, no, but I'm like it all in one, like, no, the, oh, like all at once to make yeah. like a like a massive, like a like Megazord. He becomes like a, <laughs> somehow use it the, the five stones in the glove kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, he used the resurrection stone to bring back all of the people. That's true. Um, and they True. helped him. I'm thinking more like infinity stones. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you, Robert. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. I but looking, I do like, I like where they ended the first, the first section of the movie. Corey, yeah. Do you, do you feel it could have gone somewhere else? Yeah. Uh, no, I was, I was looking at the cinematography. You were, you were really liking it. And this guy's name is Eduardo Sierra. And he only did out of the Harry Potter movies, uh, the last two. So David Yates, I think, was like this one needs to be darker. I'm hitting this guy yeah. up because and uh, I gave it all fives on the last two, and that's the first time I gave all fives in the cinematography area. So that's yeah. that says something. By the way, I, I gave yeah. I gave soundtrack a five again, just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not four point five. No, no. <laughs> I gave it a eighty nine overall, which is yeah. I thought when I looked at, it, I was like, oh, it's, I the last two are my favorites. These when they came out. I'd watched all the movies beforehand. And when these two came out, I was like, dude, I'm fucking ready. Like these, right? looks, these look fucking dope. Yeah. I, I might even saw in the, at least the first week or something. And, um, I was, I was expecting like a 90 score, but 89, it's not bad. It's close. I gave it a 93. 97. I love these movies. These are great. <gasps> wow. I actually saw both are your of them. For, are I your saw, score for both of them the same? Or do you guys, I yeah, different. I have something I, different I for the, the second same. one. Oh, but, mine, are, mine are the same. Mine are both. But I got um, I actually saw the first one three times in the theater, and then nice. the second one I saw twice. I saw the second one twice. I loved it. I thought it was yeah. great. It was interesting, Robert. Fun fact: they released all the Harry Potter movies in December. It was like a Christmas movie. You always yeah. saw it around Christmas time. Yeah. But the second movie they released in July. So they released one in December, and then they released the next one in July. It's just yeah. like seven months later. Interestingly enough, they released it on Harry's birthday. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. Well, yeah. they gotta get that summer money. Oh, so 
number one was in December and then they released the second one in like July. In July. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. That's some, that's some good promotion. Yeah. Yep. I might, you know what? I'm going to give it, I'm going to go back and number two and, oh, I gave advertising a five anyways. But I, I gave advertising point. a five on all of them because yeah, did you ever, does anyone not know what Harry Potter is? That's like, true. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. I gave them, I gave them mostly fours, but the last two I gave them fives. Like the yeah. books are, like the books are, pretty much an advertisement for it too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And this, uh, the second one, I really enjoyed, um, the scene of them at the castle. I think that I'm glad that they gave so much of the movie to that, to, to them, like, uh, being at the castle and fighting in the castle and, and McGonagall yeah. turning all the knights into arm. I'm so glad that they put that in the movie because in the books when McGonagall like says like the locomotion charm and she turns mm-hmm. all the knights in the in the castle into armored guards, it's such a cool feeling in the books. Yeah. So I'm glad that they did it in the movies. And then the fighting scenes with the snake and like all of the whiz, you see everyone you've ever known. And then when you see the girl getting eaten by the werewolf and then you see yeah. Molly come up and not my daughter you bitch i was like yeah, yeah it's like, so epic so is that the only curse word in the old series in the whole series and in the whole book she says See, it in the book too these movies really did push our though like they were mm. real oh, yeah. with like the violence level there was oh, yeah. if you don't see like, blood you're oh. good yeah i know those rating yeah. people they're it, the rating there's a documentary about it that i want to watch that they they investigate the people that do the ratings because you can't find their names. They're yeah. anonymous, wow. apparently. But this documentary found out that it's mostly just church people. <laughs> That's why they like do such huh. harsh regulations and like have weird things. Because interesting, yeah. Like uh, our our PG thirteen movies are allowed one f f word, and it can't be referring to like sex. You can say like "fuck you," like, but it can only be one. Were these PG? No, These I, are I, think 13. Last, I think the last two yeah. were at least PG-13. Yeah, oh. the last two were PG-13. My favorite scene in The Deathly Hollows Part 1 was... It's not in the book, actually, Robert. That's a really good point. But mm. it, it became probably... And every time I watch the movie, I tear up a little bit. But Ron's gone. And Hermione and Harry are in the tent. And there's a song playing. And Harry holds out his hand to, like, dance with Hermione. And you... Th- you're thinking for a second, like the movies are not about to make this a romance. Like, please tell me that you don't, you're not going to fuck this up. And he grabs Hermione and he just does this and just dances with her. And like they're dancing to this song and you don't know the song and he's spinning her and she's laughing. And like, it, it gives you a second to like breathe and you see how beautiful their friendship is. And filming that scene for them was probably really cathartic because they've been friends since they were like 10 years old. Yeah. it was Good. such a well done scene. No. Oh, interesting. No. I do like that one. That was a. I thought really that was really scene. cool. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, so the part two, though, I gave yeah. a ninety six. I actually graded it way higher. Yeah. Um, because it was it it fulfilled all of my like ideas of how the book ended with Harry going into the forest and Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid carrying his lifeless body and Harry like opening one eye and being like. See, don't say anything. And then when Draco's mom like leans over him and is like, "Is Draco safe?" and Harry like says yes, and so she says he's dead. So like 
the Malfoys are almost helping Harry at this yeah. point because they know how fucked up Voldemort is. You can see like, from the dad. The dad by the end, the dad's so haggard looking. The guy's like, like, oh my god, dude. I'm done with like, this. Yeah. yeah, definitely boozing it up. <laughs> oh my word! And then like when Neville steps up and like yells at him about his parents it was such a beautiful moment and then when harry and voldemort fight the cgi and that was fucking phenomenal awesome like, yeah very yeah. very uh almost star wars yeah yes not in a bad Absolutely. way i'm not saying they ripping off but you no know, you're me. right though with the blue and the red yeah. yeah or is it green i thought it was like green is it green and blue might be green you might be right let me see if i can find a photo now he's the bad uh, guy always has red true Red so. and I don't see any photos. Fuchsia. Fuchsia. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I know just, what, color, what color would you guys use? I do purple. I'd, probably macaroni Ooh. and cheese. Oh, That's okay. I, see the, I have the photo of the last scene. Uh, Harry Potter is actually like a red, orange, and Voldemort is green. Because he's because he's he's a snake. Yeah. And oh, that, that and makes sense. And then that's uh, a Slytherin and Harry Potter's red because he's yeah. a Gryffindor. There you go. And Speaking yeah. of, we need to know if I need to know if you guys have sorted yourself into your house. Did we yeah. do that? Yeah, I have. I I mean, obviously I have. I also have a Patronus. No, but like, did we do it at the um, the theme park at Universal? Did we do that there? They don't do that there. You, you do, do it on Pottermore. No, uh, Muggle. Muggle. Dot net. I thought I thought Pottermore did it. I well, they know. both do it, but Muggle.net is my is my go-to. Yeah. Robert, have I, you not I been did. sorted into your house? I'll, I'm gonna do it right now. How about you that? fucking bet I, your ass you are. He's probably gonna be either a Ravenclaw or a Gryffindor. I feel like he might be a Hufflepuff. You know what? I'm starting I my own. I'm starting my own class, or what do you call it? No, or, you need to do it. You need to no, sort I know, yourself. I know. I, what what is it? Mogul? Or Mug, mo, oh, do, mo, do Pottermore. It's easier on Pottermore. He's right. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a Hufflepuff for sure. I'm a I am a Ravenclaw. Yeah, Liz, I know is a Ravenclaw. Um, uh, they, which is probably why Luna is my favorite character. Yeah, that's her favorite character. Actually, uh, too. that, that uh, sent is me it to really Corey? Yeah, World, it's wizardingworld.com, actually. How <gasps> oh, funny. Um, d- did you get a Patronus yet, Corey? Uh, I, I don't think I did. Okay, Robert, I want you to guess, and I give you two guesses on what my fucking Patronus is my animal that comes out of my wand. Dog. And we have a winner. <laughs> Dog, for golden sure. Retri- um, it's a golden retriever, actually. Uh, man, I gotta, I gotta do that. I'll have to update <laughs> next podcast. You get to choose like, yours, or is it? No, you take a quiz and it tells you. Oh, and yours was dog. Yes, that's funny. <laughs> I'm doing this. And I know, yeah. isn't somebody in the book a dog too? Uh-huh. Dog. Uh, Ron. Ron, yeah. Yeah. Ron's awesome. Ron is awesome. He's great. But so, so the the second last movie what'd you give what was your score Corey? uh 97 oh like, mine was a 96 i close. went high on the last one yeah I, the both of the last ones are just outstanding i like i like them wait all. did you guys do an overall score for the whole series we did uh, i did originally i did i did it okay what'd you do for the whole thing i can't believe it 86 i did it higher than you i did nine ninety point five. I would be in like the 90s if I did it, I know. I think the problem is that I marked them down really low for scene selection because I was pissed about some things that got left out. Robert, I'm talking so you can take your quiz, by the way. I was gonna, um, do you want me to do it live like while I'm doing it? Yeah. Okay, well, then finish your thing because I'm, I'm oh, ready okay. to go. Um, and then I gave quotability 
a two because honestly these movies are only quotable to people who have read the books or like yeah. who are nerds like i could say to you i could say to Corey, she really needs to sort out her priorities and he yeah. knows exactly what i'm talking I about <laughs> That's or i could say ooh, ooh troll bogeys and like you know what i'm yeah. talking about but like other people this isn't like a quotable movie how about serious are you barking mad are you barking (laughs) he's a dog come on oh my word so i gave it pretty low on like the quotability um and also like the movement i gave a lower score to and scene selection so i gave it an 86 and i couldn't believe it because my scores for the individual movies when i Uh averaged all of them was an 89 Hmm. But like when I did the scrutiny scale just in yeah. my head on all the series, I gave it an 86, which is crazy. That's, anyway, the, that's the magic wizarding of the scrutiny scale. I really love that's the scrutiny wizard's scale. Chess. <laughs> that's wizard's chess. Oh my God. Uh, I'm going to do my sorting okay. right now. I'll sort do it right you. now, Robert. You guys sort wanna, live. If listeners want to do it, it's wizardingworld.com. Yeah. Uh, the first thing they ask you is, do you want to do a river or a forest? So I'm going to do forest. How would how would you like to be known to history? The great, the wise, the bold, the good. Oh, that's it. Um, I'm gonna go with the wise. Mm. Late at night, walking alone down the street, you hear a particular cry that you believe to have a ma- magical source. Do you draw your wand and stand your ground? Withdraw into the shadows to await developments while mentally reviewing the most appropriate defense and offensive spells should trouble occur. Draw your wand and try to discover the source of the noise or proceed with caution, keeping one hand on your concealed wand and an, an eye out for disturbances. That's a lot. Um, oh. I think I like the second one. I like the uh, draw, draw into the shadows. shadows. Yeah, this motherfucker. I want to find out. Uh, <laughs> what are all right? What if are you were attending Hogwarts, which pet would you choose to take with you? A cat, toad, or owl? Cat. cat. Yeah. If you were attending Hogwarts, Perfect. which pet would you choose to take with you? A ginger cat, a white cat, a Siamese cat, a tabby cat, or a black cat? Black. Cat. Ooh. If what you could have say, any Rob? power, what'd you say? Black. It's a black cat. Black cat. cat. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you could have any power which would you choose the power to read minds the power to change the past the power of in- invisibility the power to speak to animals the power of superhuman strength the power to change your appearance at will Ooh, i like the first two the best power to read minds i like yeah i'm gonna do that one power to read minds okay so my original guess may be wrong what of what my house is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which he's uh, a Ravenclaw. I said which, Hufflepuff, but now I'm thinking something different. I might be Slytherin. Which would you rather be? Liked, trusted, feared, envied, imitated, or praised? I'm gonna go with trusted. You hmm. enter an enchanted garden. What would you be most curious to examine first? The fat red toadstools that appear to be talking to each other? <laughs> yeah. The bubbling, pool, the bubbling pool in the depths of which something illuminous is swirling? Ooh. The silver leafed tree bearing golden apples? Yeah. The statue of an old wizard with this strangely twinkling eye? I like that one. There's little photos of these on here too. It's just fun. Oh, shoot. Choose heads or tails. Um, tails never fails. Tails never. I think I'm getting it. The sorting hat is ready to make its decision. Ravenclaw. Drum roll. Slytherin. Call Ravenclaw, I guess. Aha. Gryffindor. No way. Gryffindor. 
Tells me I can hang out with Harry Potter and Hermione and Ron. Nice. That was fun. I, I, was actually, I, I was hoping for Gryffindor, but I was, I was thinking, ah, well, my answer is I'm going to be something. I thought you were going to go. Slow You're also but... redheaded. So I think you were just destined yeah. to be a Gryffindor. All beard, redheads, but yeah, I all redheads are destined to be <laughs> well, a Gryffindor. Me too. I, thought, I honestly thought I'd be a Gryffindor when I took it, but I'm a Hufflepuff. Nice. I mean, are you surprised? No, not at all. I see no. it. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Ravenclaw cause I'm a nerd. Cause I read a lot and I like I, to be smart and it's, I'm so it's Hermione cool. though. Yeah. Yeah. But Hermione was also more into like loyalty and bravery. Whereas Luna is like head in the clouds. Like yeah. think, about, think about your, your quintessential version of each house. Yeah. Right. Like Draco's a Slytherin, Harry and Ron and Hermione are Gryffindors. Yeah. Luna's a Ravenclaw. They really Cedric don't have was, any Hufflepuff friends. Cedric, Cedric was a Hufflepuff. Cedric was a Hufflepuff. Cedric was like loyal to a fault. Like so was Hagrid. He, you know, yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay. Well, now they, okay. Well, let's, let's do some quick trivia and then we'll get out of here. Um, yeah. Hmm. Oh, she's going to destroy me in this. Are you kidding? I mean, <sighs> like I haven't read the, I haven't read the books. Like, excited. Yeah. I haven't read the books in like, <laughs> Me, 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 me. <laughs> All right, well, here's a little practice. Here's a little practice one, Corey. All right. I, I have two I have two uh, trivia things here. And the first one I found was like really easy. Like I can answer these. So I know. <laughs> so, so is it is it like you're going to give us a question? If I can't guess it, she gets it. If she gets it, that's the right answer. Vice versa. Sure. We'll see it that way. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. You and know then, what? Let's give Corey the advantage of sure. being able to answer first. Of course. <laughs> right. Because so, he sucks and I'm going to win. <laughs> and, you're, and you're a nerd, Ashley. Probably. Um, Fine. All right. So the first Fine. one is, and Ashley actually uh, answered this one already. Oh, okay. So this could be a little practice, Corey. It won't count all this right. one. So this kind of, all right. So what was the name of the pygmy puff guinea bot from the Weasley's Wizard Wheezies? What? Uh, and, and there's, and there's uh, options. Arnold, Hugo, Craig, or Barry? Wait, what What was the name of what now? The name, what was the name of the Pygmy Puff Guinea bought from the Weasley's no. Wizard? Weasley? Oh, Ginny, Ginny. She bought a Pygmy Puff. A Pygmy at, Puff. And she gave him Weasley a name. Wizard. Hugo, what, wasn't that it? Is Arnold, that one Hugo, the- Craig, or Barry? Isn't it Hugo? Ah, Damn it. it. Fuck. I already answered. Arnold. Okay, cool. That's okay, so a deep cut right there, man. Deep pull. It's a deep pull. Okay, give Corey the next question. This this time it's for real. We're keeping yeah, okay. score now. All right, okay. now we're All right, score. go. All right, I gotta get my Phoenix. wand. Hey, let me get my wand real quick. God. Oh, she's gonna destroy me. I'm, I go. Uh, in order the Phoenix, Phoenix feather. No, I'm just kidding. In order of the Phoenix, what three things are scattered on the floor of the night bus when Harry, Ron, and Hermione are heading back to Hogwarts? Eggshells, bat wings, digestive. Dis- <laughs> I can't say that word. Digestive biscuits. Digestive. Digestive. Biscuits. Thank you. I not know why I couldn't pronounce that. Okay, <laughs> those three: uh, fog spawn, cockroaches, and custard creams. Beetle dung, dead wasps, and bourbon biscuits, or cat hair, feathers, and cat litter. Corey. This, the second one. What is that? Fog spawn, cockroaches, and custard creams. Sure. Yeah, that's right. That is correct. <laughs> All right. Because frog spawn sounded like. Yeah. All right. No, Ashley goes first now. Okay. Right. What was the names of Severus Snape's parents? 
Can you name it on top of your head? No. All right. Toby Snape and Ellen Prince. Toby. Tobias Snape and uh, Aline, mm. Aline Prince. Trip Snape and Alina Prince. Theodore Snape and Ethel Prince. The second one. Tobias Snape and Aliam Prince? Yes. Final answer? Yes. That is correct. Yeah, it didn't. That was... Tobias. We'll Tobias gave it away. If you can yeah. go back and forth, then you don't get it, the other person can steal. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, the other person go. can steal. Okay. Corey, what was the code name that Fred was mistakenly called on Potter Watch? Rodent, rabbit, rattlesnake, or rapier? It's a code name that Fred was mistakenly called on Potter Watch. Uh, I'm going to say rapier. Rapier. Incorrect. Ashley for the steel. Rabbit. Incorrect. Damn it. Rodent was the correct answer. Oh, that's another deep cut. That's a deep. I looked this. I typed when I found the first trivia thing. It it was too easy. I Google searched hard trivia. So here we go. I mean, but we're not doing terrible, Corey. We are. We only got one wrong. wrong. All right. So, um, my turn. Ashley. Okay. How many expectations are there in Gamp's elemental law? Five, (laughs) four, seven, or three? Three. Incorrect. Damn it, Corey. It's a possible possible left are seven, four, and five. Seven. Seven is incorrect. Five is the correct answer. I didn't know this. What the hell? I, I like being on this side, making you guys really think. I know. Huh? <laughs> I feel like a smart one now. All right. I'm not a Ravenclaw. Damn so now it's Corey. Corey. All right, yeah. Corey. Yeah. What color eyes does Winky the house elf have? Winky. That's her fucking name. And I know the answer to this. Okay. So, Corey, here are your options dark brown. Light brown, hazel, or emerald? Um, emerald. That's what I would guess too. Incorrect. Fuck. Ashley. Hazel. Incorrect. Oh no. It's dark brown. That's kind of that's kind of a hard one. I mean, hazel These are brown all hard. and dark brown are kind of the same eye color. <laughs> but I but I feel like the easy would be way too easy. Way too easy. Okay. Yeah. All right, so now, go. Ashley. Ashley. Yes. What do blast ended skewerts look like to Harry? eels with humpbacks and legs overcooked and slimy prawns deformed shell less lobsters or mouthless snakes with hands the lobsters correct which is stupid because on this trivia underneath the question that shows a photo and it's the thing it's like oh i just look at it and it looks like that it looks like a lobster yeah it It kind of looks like a scorpion scorpion. it does Yeah. yeah All right. So the headless horseman is uh is is quizzing us. Look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's> the- <laughs> there we go. Go ahead. Go ahead right. What was Hermione? So it's Corey. Here we go. Yeah. What was wait, what's the score? Two to one. Keep- She's winning two to All one. Right. Thank you. Thank for God you're keeping score. <laughs> That's why I keep him as my, my co-host. Genius. Uh, what was Hermione originally going to call? S-P-E-W. It's an abbreviation spew. spew. Mm-hmm. Ban the, the abuse of magical creatures and campaign to set them all free. Systematically abuse, a systematic abuse of magical creatures is wrong and must be stopped. Stop the outrageous abuse of our fellow magical creatures and campaign for the change in their legal status. Special protection of the welfare of elves and other magical creatures. For, uh, the last one. Special whatever. Incorrect. Ashley. Lock. The first one. 
Incorrect. Damn it. It's the third one. Stop the outrage. The legal the, status? The, the really long one. <laughs> yeah. Man. Okay. See, these are hard. Yeah. These are hard. Okay. Right. Ashley, what is go. the name of the Bulgarian Minister of Magic? Ooh. Hard fucking names. Oh, Holy right. moly. These are hard pronounced too. Des Deslav, D D E S I S L A V, Ned Ned Valko. That's that. That's right. Navalko, Ob Oblask Oblansk, O B L A N S K, or Tezvan, T S V E T A N. Say the first two again. Desilov, D E S I S L A V, or Ned Volok. The first one. The first one. Incorrect. Corey. What? The middle one, Les, whatever. That's not a middle one. That's what's the Ned, middle one? Ned, Ned, Ned Lagaco. Ned, Ned Lagaco, whatever. All right, that's incorrect. It's <laughs> Oblansk. No, nope. I was trying to see the letters on the page, Corey. I was like, what name did I, I didn't know? Oh, that, yeah, that I don't was hard remember. for me to pronounce them too. Anyways. All right, uh, Corey, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What type of hat was Eliphas? Is Eliphas Dodge? <gasps> Do- Doge? Doge. Wearing at Bill and Fleur's wedding. A battered bowler hat, a moth-eaten fez, a tappy top hat, or a suspiciously stained wizard hat. The, the second one, what is that? A moth-eaten fez. Moth-eaten fez. Correct! There you go. <laughs> I was thinking right. moth-eaten. Okay. So Ashley. now we're tied. Ugh. Tied up. Two, two. We got a few more. Uh, who gave Ambrosius Flume? Is that how you pronounce it? Ambrosius? Ambrosius? Ambrosia? Is that, is that how you pronounce Ambrosia? A M B R O S I U S? Ambrosius. Okay. Flume, that person. Oh, okay. <laughs> the manager of Honey Duke's sweat, uh, sweet shop, his first job. Who gave him his first job? Was it? God, these are weird, man. Luke Millefinili. <laughs> Luke L U C. That's Luke, and then Millefinili. M I L L E U I L L E. Or Florin Fortescue, Theron Harkis, or Horace Slughorn. Horace Slughorn. Incorrect. Damn it. Florence, the only name I knew. Lawrence Fortescue. Incorrect. It was oh. Citron Harkis. Sure. Oh, no. Fuck. Who did is the author? Say... Oh, sorry. Okay. Is this Corey's turn? It's Corey's turn. Yeah. Wait, did, it, did you say it? Did I even say that name? No. Oh, no, okay, I said, sorry. is that name even in the book? Like, oh, I don't gotcha. even Yeah, I didn't. Don't uh, remember. So, who is the author of Unfogging the Future? <gasps> Son of a bitch. Uh, um, go ahead. Lati Marythought, Selena Sapworthy, Greta Catchlove, or Cassandra Vlablaski? In the first one, what was that? Ga- Galati Marythought? Yeah. Incorrect. Ashley Kostil? Cassandra Klebowski is correct. Ah, boo. Three, two. All right. Uh, we got one, two, three, three more left. <clears throat> All right. My in turn. The bu- in, in the book, what color were the dress robes that Padma, Pat, 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 Pat,
Incorrect. Corey. What were they? What were the last? Tri- the other one are turquoise, pink, or lime green. Turquoise. Turquoise for the win. Fuck. Now we're tied again. There's a Pavardi Petil, right? Yeah. Harry's right. date to the Yule Ball. What does R- Ramilda Vane ask Ginny about Harry in Half Blood in Half Blood Prince? Whose turn is it? Courtney. Whether he looks like a mole without his glasses on, <laughs> whether he has a hippogriff tattoo, whether he, when touched his scar burns, or whether he is actually the chosen one. Um. What what book is this? Half Blood Prince. Uh, the scar one. Uh, what, what, whether he touched his car burns? Yeah. Incorrect. Hippogriff tattoo. That is correct. Oh, (laughs) nice. Nice. I knew that one actually. Tie like three, three or whatever. No, it's four, three. I'm kicking your ass. Oh yeah. It was tied three, three. Yeah. (laughs) Who is, okay. So that's that's Ashley. Okay. Who is the editor of the daily prophet? Oh, Barnabas Koof. Uh, Xenophilus Lovegood, Broderick Bode, or oh, this is a good one. Your your crop, your quay heart, you core heart, rock horror. That's a hard one. Okay, I don't know this. Barbara's cuff. Wait, what's what's the wait? What's the paper? Who's the editor of the Daily Prophet? The Daily Prophet. Okay, the last one. Koof Lovegood, Bodie, or Rock Harrow? Rock Harrow. Rock Harrow. It's incorrect. I guess. Uh, Lovegood? Lovegood is incorrect. He had the quibbler, you nerd. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Who's the nerd saying that? that (laughs) I'm not Uh, enough of a nerd. (laughs) It was Barnabas Koof. Sure. Koof. Koof. Uh, Oh, my God. That was the last one. So, Ashley wins. Three, two, or four, two? Four, Four, three. three. Four, three. three. That was the hardest fucking That was a really hard Harry Potter quiz. Holy shit. I, I, I... Whoever answered the first one, you know, uh, I would put it into the thing to see what the uh, the answer was. And my, at the end, uh, my score is thirty three percent, and I'm a foolish wand waving. Fool- and it says there will be no foolish stab, wand nice, waving. At the end of the day, the quiz result is definitely not one to send an owl home about. He said, <laughs> Snape, Snape says there will be no foolish wand waving. There will be no in this class. <laughs> I, uh, all right. Well, I think we've covered it all. I mean, yeah. There's. I mean, there's, I mean, not all. I mean, this universe is. We could Massive. do a whole podcast just Lord. on yeah the stuff. Um, I was going to ask you guys: Do you are you f- uh, reading or watching the uh, the new ones? What are they called? The Fantastic Beasts and Where to yeah. Find Them. I've seen them. I've only them? seen the first one, and I've read the book, but I've not. I love the younger versions of Dumbledore, and to see also um, what is the guy. Help me, Corey, his no. friend, the, uh, the other really great wizard who he ends up defeating. And guess uh, is it Grindelwald? Law. Grindelwald, yeah. So Johnny Depp Johnny and Jude Depp. Law, they like what great casting. John Jude Law, the young Dumbledore, was incredible. And then yeah. Eddie Eddie Redmayne plays the perfect yeah. like animal Snoot caretaker. Scamander. Newt Scamander. It's it's actually great because the CGI is so much better now and yeah. like the animals are incredible and they tie it to the books. Yeah. But it's almost its own like it, it can sustain itself on it. You could watch it without ever watching a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. But it's really cool. The, I've, there's only one and I didn't, oh, yeah. read it. I didn't read it. Oh, okay. 
they're sort of making movies beyond the books that they have kind of like how game of thrones made the last two seasons without Mm -hmm. the book like they sort of made the movies based on a very tiny book that jk rowling published but oh she's not gonna make more yeah fantastic beasts is basically just um, a textbook yeah it's a textbook so you wouldn't like the the movie's kind of like based on the idea of the guy who wrote it right yeah it's based on um, the life of the man who wrote the textbook that Ron and Harry and Hermione use at Hogwarts. So it's, it. it isn't a book that they made a movie about. It's like, it's about the world in it's, it's in the 1920s. It's actually pretty cool. Like the settings yeah. and everything is, is actually very cool. Um, actually another thing I was going to ask you guys about, I brought up the Wikipedia page. Um, it's not really a question, but I was looking at the, uh, the money that this fucking movie franchise has made. Um, overall, um, all the movies combined, the budget for all the movies was $1.155 billion. Damn. Um, the budget? Much cost for all the movies combined. Yeah. The biggest, biggest one was the last one. That was a, uh, yeah. oh no, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, actually, no. Uh, Half Blood Prince looks like I was it was the say most Half Blood two hundred fifty yeah. million, and then on the last two, it says less than two hundred fifty million combined. Huh. Wow, so that's interesting. But uh, overall, all the movies has have made almost eight billion dollars. Damn! <laughs> wow, that's they spend one so about one and a half. So you're thinking like uh, one? one. It's like one point one. So like one billion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so they made like six billion, seven billion. I don't doubt it though. I mean, and then that's not even including books. Like J.K. Rowling oh, is yeah. so fucking rich. Oh yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. Um, and do you know? Do you know why J.K. Rowling wrote those books? Do you know like? She was like homeless or something, right? Yeah, she li- literally was a single mom living in like a studio and she would yeah. write on the train on her way to work every day. Wow. On like napkins and yeah. stuff? Or- yeah. And then I heard, uh, I was just looking up her um, her worth and it says around 700 million, but she was a billionaire and then gave like a she shitload. She gave so much money yeah. away. She's yeah. such a philanthropist. Million, man. Jeez, yeah, dude. Crazy. Who needs that um, much money anyways? That's crazy. <laughs> and then do you guys... Uh, know about I'm sure you know about or read her pseudonym books yes yeah. oh my word Robert Gillibrath okay yeah, yeah. the series with a dude a very yeah. cool the series that she wrote yeah. is one of my favorites I've read all of them I have all of what them it? not it's the it's her the pseudonym is Robert Gillibrath but it's like yeah. a spy series and his yeah uh, oh oh you there? Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I thought the video cut out too. No, I'm trying Cormoran, to think. Cormoran, Cormoran Strike. Strike. Yeah, he's a private detective. And it's, they actually made a BBC television show mm. about the books, which is, eh, it's okay. But the books are nothing like Harry Potter. Like I no. read the first one thinking this is going to be like fantasy magic. It's not. It's so, they're so freaking good. I know. Yeah. I think Nana has, re- has read those. Yeah, she did. I made her. I gave them yeah. to her. Oh, okay. <laughs> so her tons of, that might be tons a good way to get her swearing. In. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very swearing, like yeah. vulgar. Yeah. Oh, a lot of, there's some intent. I mean, it's a, a, like a murder mystery. So there's like, yeah rape there's murder there's discussion of a man being disemboweled like it's totally on another level but it's really good books i, I only them. read casual vacancy i need to read the others i have the others if you want to borrow are they like three of them or something there's like five. five. Oh wow. damn i'm way behind i just read the I recent, need to write the recent, more too, man. recent this, one this chick writes a lot dude lethal yeah. white speaking of well this is kind of off subject do you guys read my short yet i gave it to you i guys. did no. yes. yeah you did 
Ash is still in the I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it when we're done. All right. No, so give, far, give I need to. Yeah, so far, I need to read it one more time, kind of to get more of the gist. All right, enough. We'll get to it off, off air. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get no. out of here? I mean, we covered a shit lot. Shit lot. We did. Yeah. Harry, Harry Potter changed the way like kids read. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I give that, I give the first book usually at a baby shower. I'll give the first book with like a, like a handwritten note inside for the kid. And the parents are usually like, they can't read this when they're a baby. I'm like, I know, but give it to them when they can, because they need to be exposed yeah. to the book. It, it makes kids love reading and like it's their imagination going. And it's, it's a amazing series. I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the same baby showers with you and give them the deep, the Blu-ray of the first ep- the movie suck. and go just <laughs> Don't read. It's fucking stupid. Just turn the Netflix and now, the captions on. Well, and now they have like illustrated versions, which my are brother super got dope. me one. Yeah, my brother got me one cool. for Christmas. He got me the illustrated first one. It's really super beautiful. Cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. Nice. All right, nerds. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. um, Ashley, we definitely want to have you back on to talk Anytime. about. We're gonna do three eleven album Fuck soon yeah, and about your experience on that concert. For um, sure, and then and then also we want to talk about. Well, maybe we'll have Liz come on and talk about your sex education and hell yeah, yeah education side and everything. Hell Couldn't you technically that. put that in the same episode, sort of like review and then yeah, yeah, let's do that. Three eleven and sex ed. That yeah. sounds like the best day of my life. I don't think <laughs> would get mad about that. I don't think so. <laughs> Not at all. Nice, uh, Ashley. Do you have any plugs? Anything? Um, four sons. Let's mention four sons again. Four yeah. sons. We'll get some beer. They're amazing. Don't drink um, sours. Shut up. Sours are delicious. <laughs> uh, support local businesses right now. Make sure you're eating local. Make sure you're. Uh, once a week, we get too. we get food from uh, a local business. Once a week, no fan, no franchises right now. We're trying to keep people in business during the quarantine and just stay safe and. Yeah. Try to get outside and get some vitamin D every day and just, you know, be positive. This will be over soon. I love it. Cool. Corey, anything on you? Nope. I just, I don't know. Just Just, hanging out, talking to kids. Yeah, hanging out. (laughs) Drinking beer (laughs) with your teachers. Drinking beer and talking to kids. Corey, you sound like a pedophile. Uh, (laughs) God, no. Just make sure to go to uh, Instagram and Facebook and like us and shoot us a message and just say hi. And then, uh, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Um, hopefully, Corey and I will be able to get into the same studio coming up. But until until then, we're our other unofficial sponsor, Zoom. We're doing this. Yeah. For <laughs> hopefully, the microphones sound a little bit better. Um, thanks again, Ashley. We'll have you no back problem. on. Thanks Thank for having you. me. I'm I'm Robert. That's Ashley, I'm, and I'm Corey. All right. So so Scrutiny Podcast. See you later.